0: Welcome to the "Suspense Is Killing Us" podcast. My name is Emily Solderback. Travis, vote. It's me,
1: Matt Lynch. I think. And we we you, hope it is. Well, for now, it is. Uh, and as you can as you can probably tell, once again, we are recording remotely because once again, we are in the throes of a COVID scare, or something. Or I'm something. I'm definitely sick.
0: <laughs> Matt's sick. He can't taste his coffee. Now, this coffee tastes like shit. Yeah. <laughs> You better keep drinking it, buddy. Hot water. Are you sure you didn't accidentally buy some
1: U-Ban or something like that?
0: (laughs) What's U-Ban? It's it's a kind of
2: shitty
1: coffee from the 80s. It might still exist. It's
2: Just Sanka.
1: Oh, Sanka. God, you got to get those flavor crystals. You need the crystals Uh, in
2: the flavor crystals for sure. Yeah. And I probably sound weird. I'm like a little bit.
1: You're a little nasally a little bit. You look
0: even more pallid than usual, Matt. Oh, God. Even more (laughs) ashen than usual. Oof. I'm actually low-key surprised. Soul. I'm not hungover today. And oh, I no. and I very I very well could have been hungover, but I'm not. I'm feeling Thank great. You, Emily. All right. How was Welcome. Canada? Canada was good. Uh you know, I went to Tim Hortons. Mm, have some poutine. I didn't have poutine.
2: Oh wow. Bold. Uh, well, that's the end of this episode. So And
0: there we go. Goodbye. Uh I went to a tiki bar, went to some cool like <laughs> what's the oh.
2: canadian tiki bar over? okay what's it's kind of version? funny uh
0: also i went to a a weed cafe where you could smoke weed inside oh. like amsterdam
2: style wow it
0: was it was called new amsterdam cafe yeah.
2: i've never been higher in my entire fucking life on weed than i than i was in amsterdam with these two jokers Travis <laughs> and Kevin.
0: whoa yeah. nick just came in and gave me a girl scout cookie
2: don't eat that He's i don't know where the... he got it you got Wait. a good one there emily This is the next. (laughs) This is a new episode of Poker Face. This is how this
0: starts. (laughs) Oh, no. (gasps) What
3: am
1: I
2: supposed to do this cookie?
0: Is that your Natasha Leone
3: impression? (laughs) One one more thing.
0: Oh, Jesus (laughs) Christ. (laughs) Jesus. Wow. Uh, I love that Uh, joke. but But her voice
2: is fucking crazy, man. I like how in the new one she finally got laid. Okay, yeah, I watched oh it man, yet.
1: that latest, oh god, the newest that one. That last was fucking episode was awesome. awesome. Oh
2: my god, it was so oh, good. Oh,
1: I love that show, but then there's, but then they're all good. It's like Columbo. I mean, yeah, obviously that comparison's been made because it, it's del- deliberate. It's such, the, it's such an obvious but, know, comparison. But with yeah. Columbo, you know, they're all good. If I'm talking about the, this, the first iteration, mm-hmm. they're all good. And then some of them will be like, oh shit,
2: this Columbo,
1: yeah. this one's.
2: Even better. Yeah, yeah. The last one with Poker Face was definitely one of those. The one before it with Nick Dolte was really good too, but I damn. like I like this one even more.
1: Natasha Lyonne directed that one. Yeah, oh,
2: incredible action. Cool. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Anyway, what the hell are we doing here today?
1: Speaking oh, of action. God. Uh, well, this is the. The Burt Reynolds uh, episode, the first of many possible, so likely to at
0: least what well, will be at least two Burt Reynolds episodes, one but coming could, much later. But but could be 15 different yeah. episodes. I
1: don't know if you've looked into Burt Reynolds career, but uh, the dude liked to work. I think uh-huh. he, he was like one of he was like a shark. And he figured if he didn't make like two movies a year, he was going to die or or maybe he just had gambling debts. I don't know. But he had uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of forgotten burt reynolds movies we could do another episode of forgotten burt reynolds movies if we want as Absolutely. all these and are
0: what's funny is i have actually like i don't think besides boogie nights and deliverance and of course all dogs go to heaven i have never <laughs> seen i haven't like watched any burt reynolds movies until now oh wow You're so i don't even treat. know him i didn't i didn't even know him i didn't burt know reynolds, i don't even like, know her <laughs> i don't know her uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm interested in learning more about the, the Burt. People call him the Burt. They call him the Burt. Yeah. He
1: was the, the biggest movie star, probably of the seventies. I think he, that's literally true. Him or he like, does, him he does Clint like nothing though. He, yes.
0: he, he, does absolutely nothing. Just, I just love like, it, uh,
1: just like Clint Eastwood. He's a, um, uh, a deadpan kind of guy. Yeah. He's a low key, low energy, uh, all gravitas and a casual,
2: cool sort of guy. He's a in, very in the, he's a tired Snuggies, dad. He's funny he, when, when he does comedies. He's actually a little bit more rambunctious. I think he's,
0: I think he's really likable, at yeah. least in the things I've seen so far. But he, definitely, and he was a good definite, director, like tired oh. dad drinking a beer energy for sure.
2: I've seen I've seen all four of his directorial films and they're all good. Sharky's machine is fantastic, Charity's and also just dis- in that distinctive, like it's yeah. got
1: a personality to it and a style. And you're kind of like, because Burt Reynolds, t- in my to my mind, is a is one of those hidden depths kind of guys. Yeah, because he was frustrating, and he did a, a like I like all three of these movies, spoiler, but they're all pretty lazy. Just to get, they're all <laughs> to a degree. I would to, say the
2: well, we'll talk about Heat. But I yeah. think that one's legit great. But but
1: you definitely get that sort of like Burt Reynolds just wants to work. And, mm-hmm. and and he had a reputation for sort of being indifferent towards his career, especially later on and, and just sort of being a, um, I don't know, overwhelmingly basic sort of lazy kind of guy who was just comfortable where he was. But then you watch Sharky's machine and you kind of go like Burt Reynolds. Like what's with this guy? Is he yeah. like some sort of genius or something? It's it's crazy.
0: Also, like, why can't guys like just be like this anymore in movies like just wow. like a dude, you know, it's, it's not no, cool this, anymore. Is right? this a cancel the, culture the, thing? No, no, no. Like the, okay. marvel, the Marvelization, but the, like you have to be extra, extra hot and ripped or like whatever. You can't just be like a a beer drinking dude. Mustachio with a mustache. <laughs> you know like, what I mean?
1: He's aggressively this kind of dude, I think. And, and like to the I think there's a point to it. And it's, it's in all three of these movies. He's the—he's a the dude who sits in an easy chair with a beer
0: and, and has and has a bear's sweater. What on. if I, what if I was like, why well, can't guys just like sexually harass women anymore in this <laughs> yeah. cancel culture? What a what a left field thing. Yeah. That would be what happened? What happened? To,
2: what happened to real men's men? You know, mustaches, beards, I, I was tremendously amused by it. In all three of these movies, there's just a scene of him sitting around smoking and drinking, like at I home. I love it. You I love it. <laughs> like he's in, just hanging out. There is a part in Physical Evidence where it's like at the beginning where he first wakes up and he just like next to his head is just the ashtray, just full of
0: cigarette butts there. <laughs> oh,
1: he's a he's a loser in all three of these. He's a yep. he's a cool loser in all three of it, which is another mode that Burt Reynolds loved. I mean, that was part of cool his cool loser. Cool loser. Yep. I also love like that. Was like part mode. of his whole deal.
2: Or he was either the cool loser or he was also frequently
1: the most awesome. Or, well, cool, yeah, cool. The even in these ones, he's a huge loser, but he's also the most awesome. Sure. They're, com- they're combining both of them. But That's like why I'm Hooper. excited to see other
0: ones. Yeah. Because I've only oh, seen yeah. these. So I've that means I've only seen Cool Loser, uh animated cool loser dog, Charlie B. Barkin. <laughs> 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 and like Boogie Nights Porn Guy. And yeah. Deliverance, which is like
2: Which is how which is a movie about how he thinks he's the most awesome, but actually he's not.
1: It's yeah. Twist. Yeah. Oh boy, Deliverance. What a picture! <laughs> what a picture! <laughs> uh, what a picture! Cinema. We had
2: thirty-five millimeter showing last night.
1: <laughs> I poured myself a glass of cognac. Anyway, and uh, so we d- we do need to bring it up because we have we have some stuff to talk about about the title of this episode because we had a lot of good options. So oh, many. A lot. I, we put it up to a poll to Twitter. And I did the I put up the Twitter poll, the day before I edited the the previous episode. So oh, like, right? And we had a bunch of options because we also had a text thread going. Are you gonna Are you gonna read like some of the stuff? I that have came the text in the thread text in front of, <laughs> of me. So <laughs> the text, text thread, thread is unhinged. Right
2: off the top of the bat, Yeah. Let's 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 go through that. Okay. So the text thread in in order of what we came up with was Bert feelings, mm. Bert offerings. That was in that was in the Twitter poll. That was in the poll. Love Bert's. Uh, Burt stuff, like butt stuff. Yeah, that one. (laughs) Good. Miss New Birdie. (laughs) That's Emily, I believe. Absolutely amazing. Uh, Work by me. (laughs) That was actually mine. Oh, Uh, oh, wow. Yeah, Emily followed up with no bird, no shoes, no service. (laughs) (laughs) So tough. Uh, And then also three Burt's, one stone. Three Burt's, one stone. (laughs) She also had happy birthday to us and birthday party. Yep. Uh I had love comes in birds. <laughs> <laughs>
1: fuck. What the fuck?
2: Emily had a little birdie told me. Oh yeah. Uh, I had bird on a wire birds in paradise and Travis had the bert locker which wound up on the pole. That was a good one. Emily mm. came up with our winner I know Why the caged bird sings, which is my favorite. I came up with that one? That was you. We've wow. got
1: the we've got the evidence. It's it, it's <laughs> locked into the I surprised
2: word. myself. <laughs> yeah, that was you. Uh birds of prey. The Burt's like the Burbs. Uh, Emily had a really good one that we didn't use. Birdie, Flirty, and Thriving. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I had Erty for Birdie.
2: Birdie for Birdie was uh, a <laughs> good one. I had Birdie Weekend. It's, it's good.
1: Birdie
0: Weekend. Uh, birdie Weekend. Emily had the oh, tragically
2: un- tragically not used Burton for a
0: Squirtin. Dude, Burton for a <laughs> Squirtin should have won. We all know it. And we finally <laughs> wrapped it up with Burt's of a Feather. Oh but Boy. we could have got we could have kept going. We could
2: have gone on much longer. That was a that was I was very drunk when I was doing those. <laughs> now
1: in the in the previous episode which I just edited a couple of days ago, uh we we came up with three other Burt titles that had nothing we didn't we completely forgot to put on this text chain and so they didn't make it to the Twitter poll and they're all better. They're all better than any of these. I don't, I don't remember know. all of them but the but one of them is Burt so good, which I Burt so good, yeah. Honestly, <laughs> is just, but then, but then everybody came up with one and they were all better than the the stuff on the text thread. So then we, so then we put it to a poll and all this stuff is good. I mean, come on. Um, but we put it to a poll on Twitter and it was a fucking squeaker. It was definitely a squeaker. Mine, the Burt Locker coming up against, uh, I know why the caged Burt sings, (laughs) which I don't like. I mean, I love it, but it's too long. And, uh, and it doesn't have a double meaning, you know, like the, like the titles usually do like, Mm. uh, uh, where like because th- there's there's no cages or singing. it's his emotional there's cage of a, a
2: cage of
0: emotions. It's the cage I mean, of patriarchy. You just can't see it because you're a man. <laughs> no, I like it. I like that. cage. <laughs> I mean, honestly, from the outside, I, would, I would definitely rather go for Burton for a squirtin', But <laughs> we can't all get what we want all the time. But anyways, like it came down to uh, th- this is this is why democracy is important, kids
1: is like uh Matt everybody was like trying to well Matt in particular was trying to put his finger on the scale so he put a twitter out was like everybody vote for uh, I know why the cage Burt sings I was secretly wanting that's an influencer the Burt locker and the Burt, and so like there was this huge burst of votes at the beginning for I know why the cage Burt sings it, but the Burt locker was surging was slow but late steady late course <laughs> no no it was just steady the whole way through whereas the other, like Will Goss put one up were in support of bert offerings and then that swung up a little bit but the whole time Happy Burt birthday Locker. state Burt at 5%. Bert Locker just on a steady incline the whole way through. And it was working its way up there. And then I went to bed that night and I was like, I'll check in tomorrow morning and see how close the poll is. I'm not going to vote myself because I want to remain impartial to this and just see, watch democracy works. But if it's close, I'll vote and for for the Bert Locker, which is the one I wanted. And uh, I forgot to do that the next morning. And it lost by one percentage point. <laughs> my, my vote would have literally changed. Dude, Travis,
0: this is why it's important to rock the vote.
1: And then another, and then a person on Twitter today said, like Is it too late to vote? Because I want to vote for the Burt Locker. I'm like, yeah, we both did it, man. It's
2: too late. Both we both did We could call it the Burt Locker, aka I Know Why the, the cage Birds. No no,
1: oh, yeah, no. no, 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 no. <laughs> let's make it longer. We don't do that with president.
2: <laughs> we're not going to do a January
1: 6th on this sort of thing. We're, we don't do gonna, that with presidential we're going elections. To respect, we're going to respect the fucking uh, results of the poll. And I still like it, it's great. I'm just saying, you know, aesthetically. I know I know what the case. Bert sings is fucking hilarious. <laughs>
2: oh, boy. What, what, I mean, what a fantastic organization we have here. Yeah, we really we really <laughs> got a good
1: thing going here. Got us working this is an together. Excellent
2: podcasting concern. <laughs> it
1: really is. Um, but yeah, that's that's the story with. That's the brutal story of uh, of how democracy works. Get out vote there early and, and vote early, vote often. Be active in your community. Yeah, <laughs> o- or not. I mean, it kind of doesn't matter. And, th- and that applies down the line anyways. Yeah, exactly. Uh, are we ready to get into this or we got. Uh, oh, I'm ready.
2: We're going to start oh. with. Oh, what?
0: Oh, I just want to say uh, we have heard your guys's support for <laughs> the fuck you. <laughs> it's me. Oh, Rachel Vice yeah. T-shirts. And I will slowly be working on making that a dream come true for what's all of that, you. What's the design going to look like? Do it's going to look like firm firm I, have, I have a photo of her on the phone from the movie. <laughs> mm. um, yes. the design Is it going will... to be like on the back or on the front? It's going to be on front, the front, front, I think. Okay. And then I think I'm going to have the our podcast logo on the back a cool. little kind of up. Uh, it's not going to be very fancy, but you know what? We don't need it to be. Mm. It's to the point the message says it all.
2: Well, can you I, put, I, I take a medium. So
0: okay.
1: <laughs> I have one, one request. Um, can you put that for some reason in my in my dreams? The uh, <laughs> the text is in pink. OK, yeah,
2: well, I, I hadn't thought about that, but I'm on board. Yeah, pink.
1: it's like we'll a black it. and white photo of Rachel Vice on the phone. And then the text is in pink of saying, fuck you, it's me, Rachel. But that's Ooh. just how, that's just how it popped into my brain when we first started talking about it. That That could mean nothing. What uh, do you have a font
0: in mind? I did. I did. But I don't know what it's called. I don't know what font are called. You're like you visualize it. It's not I, like a I real had, font. I had like, got a whole like, vision
1: it for it.
2: I had a really I had my my vision of it was all like all black on white. So the photo would be black with mm. just a white background. And then the text would be black and it would the text would be big block, like almost like impact font, you know?
0: Well, here's what's going to happen, though. Uh, the shirt Uh-oh. is going to be black because okay. that Absolutely. I, don't, I only wear black shirts mostly, uh, but I've, everything else is up in the air. You know, so, yeah. I think you tell should tell me your, to your suggestions. Heart. Definitely listen to
1: your in the end. You're the one doing it. And uh, yeah. it was know, your idea. You know, exactly. My my stupid dream doesn't mean that it's good. It's just the way I visualized. it. Yeah, but I mm-hmm. I love supporting your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Someone's got to. You're welcome. Uh, <sighs> all right. So I can't wait. We're well, everybody keep looking forward to that. We'll do it eventually. Keep the excitement going. Yeah. yeah. And speaking of keeping the excitement
2: going. Oh, yeah. Uh, so we're going to start with 1986's Oh,
1: did we, did we say the whole list of movies that it's going to uh, be? Yeah,
2: uh, we're going to do 1986's Heat, and then we're going to move on to uh, 1987, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rent-A-Cop. And then what year was Physical 80, Evidence? 89, 89. was 89, okay. Physical Evidence. Just an embarrassment of riches here. <laughs> uh, wonderful, every, wonderful films all. Every single one of these, a huge bomb. Mm-hmm, this is
1: mm-hmm. this is the decline of Burt Reynolds, career as he knew it by the by the end. He, he came into this being one of the biggest movie stars and left not being one of the biggest movie stars. And
2: then Evening Shade came shortly afterwards. That's it's right. Not. He's
1: like, ah, I'll do TV now. Fine. Fine. I'll do TV.
2: <laughs> I guess I better
1: do TV. We're going to we're going to have some pretty dire Burt impressions in this. I mean, what
2: can you do? Mm mm-hmm. uh, But the first movie we're going to talk about uh, 1986 is Heat, not to be confused with the Michael Mann film. From the mid-90s. Berg Reynolds is back.
0: Could you tell me something about yourself, please?
2: And he's hotter than ever before.
0: I need for you to help me. And if I get killed? I want this guy so bad for what he did to me. I lectured on economics at Yale. Are you scared? I'm a licensed pilot. And I can memorize the front page of the New York Times in five minutes. Gold Gloves champion, three years in a row, and I'm fluent in four languages. Alila, in Las Vegas, you've got to be tough. Ah, they're coming to kill you, asshole! Ah. God, my eye! I hit my, my own
2: eye! I'm not gonna run. I don't know how to hide. This is—I'd seen this before and really liked it, but this time. I was knocked out. I thought this movie was legit great. Like this is a possible four and a half, five Judd movie for Jesus
0: me. Jesus Christ. I think this movie is great ah. as well. I don't know if I would go that far as to give it five, but I definitely. I thought... mean,
2: it probably doesn't deserve five. But Emily's dog is eating her right oh, my now. My dog's just
0: attacking me right now. I'm doing a podcast Louise, my friend. chill. I have taken your keys. <laughs> <laughs> just go do something. All right. Yes.
1: Uh, No, but, but this is great. Uh, I I mean, it's incredibly unique. I Mm -hmm. mean, every single one of these movies is like they don't make movies like this anymore. And in some cases it's like good, but I, even though I enjoyed them, but in this case, this, like this movie is is so um, deliberate in its pacing and has so much personality. And so,
2: and so many like interesting little ripples. Mm -hmm. Uh, It got remade about seven, eight years ago uh, by Simon West. Oh and really? With Jason Statham, it's called Wild Card. Wow! And uh, uh, it's pretty good. I mean, it's not great or anything. It's one of the few good Simon West movies outside of like Con Air. But um, uh, Statham's good in it, uh, and it's based on the same script, basically, and and novel. William, William Goldman. Goldman. Yeah, the great uh, William Goldman uh, the literally all the *Presidents Men*,
1: one of know? the greatest <laughs> screenwriters of all time, William Goldman, Cert- and certainly can, you one you of the tell. most
2: noteworthy and. Screenwriters of all time,
1: for sure, uh, and um, you, and you can tell it's an extremely well written. It's, it's an extremely it's lively, movie. too.
2: Yeah, it's, a, it's 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 got a lot of um, uh, idiosyncrasy. Uh, but uh, the the other thing that's cool about that that sort of should have been cool about that wild card remake is that it was originally supposed to be De Palma wow oh so this this movie also this 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 movie this script almost got a remake with jason statham and brian de palma
0: what it which... would have still been statham with de palma yeah.
2: uh-huh
0: <laughs> jason. so is this, this movie like
2: fucking insane
0: <laughs> is it statham just way de palma? more okay is the wild card is wild card just like way more actiony i mean it's a little bit
2: more actiony it's just i mean it's this but not as good a lot yeah. of the, a lot of the rougher edges are sanded down. The fights are really good because Corey Yoon did a lot of the oh, stunts cool. for it. So it's, it looks really good. The action's good. It's not nearly as good of a movie as this. And like, as much as I love Statham, he doesn't pull off like Burt Reynolds like awesome loser. No. The way that yeah. does in this. And they, they, I don't remember it too well, but like, they don't really do some of the fun shit. Like the beginning of this movie is awesome. And uh, it sucks, it sucks you right in. And you're like, what's going on? Like <laughs> I had seen it before. So I knew there was a twist, but I was just like, I don't remember this part at all.
0: Well, once again, I was, I was f- fooled by, by a twist in a movie, <laughs> but I feel, yeah, like you said, I feel like it wasn't obvious if you've never seen yeah, it yeah, or yeah, if totally. it's been a long time.
2: Well, you were texting when, when you were watching that and you were like, he's such I'm a like- dick
0: at the <laughs> beginning of this movie. I'm just like, hang on, just stick with it. Yeah. Like, and I this knew is that the when first it flipped, one- you were going to love it. This is the first one that I watched, too. So it was like my first like intro into Bert. And I was like, what an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Turns and out it, I was wrong.
1: And and in, 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 it's not just a, a sort of casual asshole sort of thing. Like if he continued to be this sort of character through the whole movie, it would almost oh, be unwatchable. But yeah. of course, of course, there's a thing that's happening. Uh, and I kind of I kind of figured not immediately. I wasn't immediately like because Burt Reynolds can play like swaggery jerks like this. Uh, but at a certain point, it gets pushed and pushed pretty far, and I was like, "Well, this has got to be some sort of this is got to be some sort." Of, Burt Reynolds would not allow himself to be portrayed that way. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, okay, they're
0: at, so they're at a bar. Yeah let's let's talk let's about what kind of happens. They're at they're they. Burt Reynolds is at a bar drinking, and that's how yeah. we're introduced to it. And uh, this woman comes in and orders a diet Pepsi. I literally wrote down, "Let this woman enjoy her Diet Pepsi," <laughs> because she orders it, and Bert Reynolds immediately kind of like hones in on her and tries to like, "What is he? what is he doing This is kinda this like is amazing. This is
1: amazing dickhead energy, but of course on purpose. Where he's got a pool cue and he keeps whipping it at her. He oh, like he will like she tries to go somewhere, he'll whip the pool cue in, in, into her like mid her midsection and be like, "Hey, where do you think you're going?" You're like what well, are you going to have a drink with me? I deserve an answer at one point he says to yeah. her oh. and he's like using this pool cue to like push her and prod her and stuff like that and you're going like just immediately like oh fuck that like yeah, this but, is but, really bad but it, yeah. like at, at a certain point when they when the other dude showed up i was sort of like oh, oh yeah. i see i see what's going on here um and, and I, I actually my prediction, because like right off right out of the gate, I was sort of like, there's no way Burt Reynolds is going to be this kind of guy. So I thought that the twist on it was going to be like, this is like their thing. Oh, is, like a sex like a role, thing? like yeah, like a role play sort of thing, like in William Goldman's script for Butch Cassidy, the Sundance Kid, when uh, uh yeah, uh, Robert Redford shows up in this lady's house and she's like, "What are you gonna do to me, Mister?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do unmentionable stuff to you," and you're like, "Oh no!" Mm-hmm. And then they kiss, and it's like, "Oh, that's the the fun thing that they do." I thought
0: that's where it was going, but no, it's a little bit more complicated. But no, yeah, so her dorky boyfriend, fiance? boy, boy, better cook.
2: Which yeah. will certainly want to be fiance. Cause like <laughs> she, he's like, you won't, cause he, won't, oh, yeah, he's like, he's I want to like... move to, I've got a new job lined up and I want you to come with me. And he's, she's like, Oz good. His name's Osgood. Oh, Osgood. God. I, I've, I've been married three times and I'm not good at it. You know? Uh, but he's, he's trying to, he's trying to like convince her to, uh, to go away with him. And uh, Burt Reynolds keeps, keeps interrupting, keeps wanting to like, he's like, the, the lady promised me a dance and stuff like that.
0: Oh, yeah. Our, our password was later because she was like, I don't know, maybe later to like get him off mm-hmm. her back. And he was like, well, that'll be our code word. He's later, like, no, it's later. And oh, then she God. sits, so
1: she sits down with Osgood and uh, hopes that this that this mustachioed lunatic is going to leave her alone now. But no, he's like coming up and he starts baiting Osgood. Ozzy and then wazzy. it was hilarious. Uh, like uh, th- this is still funny even before, you know, f- for sure what the what the game is. But he, uh, Burt Reynolds takes Osgood's wig off. This oh, guy is wig. this guy is violently bald. I thought uh, that this was
2: also funny because Reynolds notoriously wears a piece. Yes, so could be a, could be a little
1: winky thing. Yeah, but uh, but he, <laughs> he takes the wig off. I, there's a lot of jokes like this in the '80s. People making fun of people's wigs and comparing them to like uh, animals yeah, or whatever. Animals, like but German. he goes like, na 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 nah. This thing bites about <laughs>
3: this wig. Yeah.
1: And then he then he says like what a you know the guy's like you better start you better leave her alone and us alone or something bad's gonna happen he's like ah you think I'm gonna be worried about a little shrimp f bomb like you mm-hmm. like God I hate this guy he's such a jerk uh and then uh of then Osgood gets pushed too far yeah and this got to take you, it outside if you if you're at least familiar with Burt Reynolds and his you know career you gotta know at this point and and you haven't seen a lot of Burt Reynolds movies Emily but I uh, mean I got,
0: thought, I figured it out when it looked like the the nerdy guy was winning, because I mean, okay, I have you eye, I have eyeballs. Yeah. Burt Reynolds isn't a small dude, right? He's a, he he's, is a sturdy, he's a sturdy, heavy drinking guy. And You're, this ner- I didn't think this nerd had a chance, you know, barrel chested
2: beer swelling man's man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you punch a guy in the stomach after he's had like 30 Budweiser's, the shockwaves from the beer can <laughs> actually like cause real <laughs> internal damage. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, yeah, he, so he ends up, uh, pulling a, um, Marty McFly's dad sort of situation. except not for real. Uh, he punches Bert. Uh, and then Bert, at a certain point, I guess, to make it extra real and exciting, Bert gets back up and gets back in the fight again. But then well, the guy, first he
2: apologizes. He's like, sorry, you know, shit that's funny to me. Isn't funny to everybody else. You know, I yeah. apologize. And the guy in <laughs> like Osgood pretend like is going to help him back up. And then Burt Reynolds like tries to get him again. Yeah. And then I think you know I think Osgood punches him in the stomach at one point and like about seven cigarette butts come out of her. right. <laughs> a couple of
0: coins. So yeah. yeah, just got to see what happens. A whole they're, beer, they're, a whole beer can. The whole yeah, a whole beer can a and I open Budweiser. A of
2: five dollar chips from the casino. <laughs> mm-hmm. A full beer
1: comes out and he cracks it open and starts drinking that. Drinking
2: it, he just shots cool it right there. <laughs>
1: that is cool. He's a man's man. Yeah. Uh, but but so like this guy beats his ass up. And then by the end of it, the lady's like, wow, I was good. I do love you after all. And then he's like, I want to I want to get my wig back. And then she goes, no, actually, you look you even look good without the wig on. Uh, so that's also you really win this one
2: as a bald dude. I was into this <laughs> bald, <laughs> bald dude. writes. Yeah. It's like, what is it?
0: <laughs> Short Kings <laughs> represent. representation matters.
2: Yeah, it does.
1: It was a real uh, and maybe it just has been up until recently or whatever, but it was a real thing. People having wigs and like mm-hmm. being like crazy insecure, like nobody gives a shit. Maybe no. they did at the time. I don't know. And that changed or something. But but always... hey,
0: man, if it makes you feel better, wear your toupee out there. You guys, if any, so. of, if any of our listeners are are wig wearing men. And just remember, Maury's wigs never come off. Even in water yeah. Uh, yeah
1: he, at one point he goes like, this thing cost me a fortune. I think he might even say how much it costs. And you're like, <laughs> what, Jesus, Jesus Christ. Uh, I remember we, we had a teacher named Mr. Brown um, and he had one of those comb overs where he He, he just oh, yeah. had hair right here, just yeah, like yeah. here. And he was growing it all the way out on the side and combing it over. <laughs> it's just a, a lack of Brutal. Aware, awareness that is that pains you to see. It was like, you can't possibly think this is <laughs>
3: this works, dude. Too My bad. god,
1: man. Yeah, it is too bad. My god, man. Uh, he got uh, he got fired, uh, sex scandal, anyways. Oh, cool. Uh, <laughs>
0: cancel
2: more cancel culture. <laughs> bullshit. Uh,
0: yes, yes. I wish men with comb overs could just be sex pests again. <laughs> god, guys, I miss <laughs> the good old days to students. Just whack me with a pool cue and. You know, gosh.
2: Just whack me with the pool cue, and you know. was <laughs> last words. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and so on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Take you back to my cave. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's when men were men.
2: Yeah. Uh, when they <laughs> anyway. When they used the to next, swallow whole beers. The, the next day, we're we're at the we're at a diner, and Bert's uh, Bert's sitting there having his some hangover breakfast. And, uh, and in comes Osgood. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it worked. It worked. You were right. She's going to go to me, go with me wherever the fuck that, I, that I'm going. Uh, and I, uh, here's $500. And Burr is like, that wasn't the deal. Yeah, uh, and
1: you think it's going, you think it's going one direction and
2: it goes the other. Yeah. He gives him $200 back. And he's like, the deal was 150 for my time and 150 for, you know, whatever, for letting you in. And, uh, and. You know, that was the deal. So he's like, I don't want I don't I don't want you to tip me. Don't tip me
1: because he's a loser, but he's a man he's of, got a code. On, of honor of honor. It's an principle. honest loser.
2: Mm-hmm. That's, That's exactly
1: right. It's all about respect. It won't even. But just take the two hundred dollars too. like, what the fuck do yeah. you care, man? But so it, tur- so it
2: turns out that Burt Reynolds is like a fixer and yeah. uh, he works out of a law office run by Howard Hessman, who plays a lawyer named Pincus Zion. <laughs> I, didn't, I had not <laughs> picked up on that. Me either. It's on his sign outside. Uh, yeah, he, he plays a lawyer named Pincus Zion, and he's been like extensively written about in fucking Soldier of Fortune magazine. <laughs> At one point late in the film, uh, a mafia boss calls him possibly the world's most deadliest man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, so, so that's what Burt Reynolds does for a living. He like, he's like the equalizer. He like solves r- your problem for you. If you, if you need help.
1: But he's, um, but he's really, he's, he's not like at the, the point where we meet him. He's not an awesome equalizer. He's kind of a lo- no, he's a, no. loser he's a loser equalizer. I mean, this, equalizer. this is a pretty undignified gig that he's taken here. Getting punched by a wiener. Yeah. Uh, for
2: 300 <laughs> bucks. That's yeah. not ideal. Yeah. Usually I have to pay $300 to, <laughs> to punch get punched by a, a wiener. wiener.
0: Oh,
3: God.
1: (laughs) Outstanding. But um... Uh, but, but but while we're just I like to do the jokes. So while we're on the while we're on that bar scene and he meets up with Osgood, uh, there is a guy because we need to point out that Burt Reynolds, character's name is Mex Escalante. And he is a a Latino of some kind.
2: Escalante Mex is his nickname.
1: His nickname is Mex Escalante. He is a Latino of some kind.
2: Uh, allegedly, yes. Uh, allegedly. Which is which is
1: weird. Let's let's face it. Um but at one point some guy is making Mexican jokes. I guess he's a Mexican.
2: Oh man, this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> and these are these are the
1: a couple of the Mexican jokes and he, and he you can tell it's a guy that he, that I mean it's not great but Burt Reynolds isn't bothered. All that much by him. He's just sort of like, "This is some clown." So he he doesn't have to kick his ass. He's
3: like, he goes
1: like, "Hey Nikki uh, or Mex, whatever I call you. All the Mexicans are going to China. They just heard there are two thousand miles of wall that haven't been written on yet."
2: (laughs) Okay, but you're leaving out the best part of that joke. Uh huh. It's that he goes. He's like, "Hey Nikki, hey Nikki, I got a joke for you. I got a Mexican joke for you, but I I swear it's not racial." And then he does that joke, and Burt Reynolds goes like, "Oh, good thing it wasn't racial. Good thing
1: it wasn't racial." Then he has another one. He goes, did you hear about the Mexican phone company? Taco Bell? <laughs> oh, that's a good those one. Are, those are pretty weird jokes. honestly. <laughs> that is terrific. I don't, I don't think that they're good, but also like I kind of didn't see
3: that
2: coming.
1: Just that the worst weird, kind yeah. of shit.
2: Um, we forgot about something really important, though. And it's actually the opening scene of this movie is a, a woman Badly beaten being mm. thrown out of a limo
0: oh, yeah. in front of the hospital. Mm.
2: And she's like, Nick, get me Nick. And then that like she gets taken into the hospital. She's really, really in bad shape. She's
0: like really fucked up. Yeah.
2: She's been beaten really severely.
0: It was it was like I don't know, the way they made her it was like very much like, ugh, like very realistic beat up woman face and it was, yeah yeah and then she she wears like the scars
2: for the whole rest of her appearance in the film too and I those mean, look there's stitches on their face and it, mm-hmm. those those also look very effective yeah yeah it's pretty disturbing um and so that turns out to be um his friend Holly who's a working girl Karen young yeah and uh and she goes to Nick and asks him to find out she tells him the story about how she was looking she she turned to she had a John and she was leaving uh, her trick and these guys were in this elevator Two two big dudes and a little guy and the mm-hmm. little guy like made her come back to the hotel room she was freaked out about it but sort of like tried to keep it cool because she thought she could get away from the situation she thought she could handle it but then the, the two guys went to work on her and also after she'd been assaulted the dude uh, the little guy the ringleader put a gun in her yeah and <laughs> like did this shit where he's like tell me you love me and if, you, if i believe you you know, I won't, I won't shoot. And he pulled the trigger anyway. And the, cha- the chamber was empty. He's just like a fucking piece of sick shit. Get, don't worry. It's we get really to meet disgusting. him. Yeah, we, we, we do get to meet this guy. Uh,
1: she she says, while well, she's talking about it. Uh, she has a catchphrase where she says, blah, de blah. Mm-hmm. Karen Young yeah. is great. You probably recognize her. She's in a lot of stuff, most notably a movie called The Boy Who Cried Bitch. <laughs> uh, that's a real movie. Uh, but like she says that this, this guy, Danny DeMarco, we come to find out, uh, refers to his dick as the envy of all mankind. And then oh, she goes, God. when a guy has a name for his cock, you know he's not playing with a full dick. And that's that's got to be true. Uh, So we I don't we want to don't, talk about it. We don't like. Oh, no, no, <laughs> <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> Now, OK, now, do we mean all guys that have Because yeah. that can't hashtag be like not a universal all guys. hashtag. Not all a, guys. What if you have a nice name for your for your cock? <laughs> what if his like, name is George. Yeah. Or Jerry Francine. <laughs> Francine. Old Francine could use a little attention. Uh yes. So <laughs> refer to it as old Francine. Old. old Francine.
2: Just sitting here on the porch. Well, I reckon old I don't I reckon old Francine doesn't come out too much anymore these days. <laughs> old Francine been seen ain't been seen for nigh on to
3: ten years.
1: She had
2: better days for sure. <laughs> wow. Damn,
0: guys.
1: <laughs> uh, but there's but there's like two things going on in this movie two things if you can yes. wrap your head around that you got the you got this situation with uh holly and danny DeMarco, the psychotic little guy that mm-hmm. then there's
2: a nice little guy there's an evil little guy and a nice little guy peter and, mcnichol uh, peter it's peter mcnichol from tv's from, from dragon slayer from ghostbusters 2 possibly possibly playing the most wiener man he's ever played. And that's saying something in but endearingly he's endearingly. So, yes, he's a nice guy. He's like a tech bro. Yeah, it turns out. And like an investor, he's
1: he's worth tons of money. And With he he, he, money. he invented some software shit. Yeah. That I th- and I he think wants
2: we're... Burt Reynolds to teach him how to be a tough guy.
0: Yeah. He doesn't want to be a wiener anymore.
2: He doesn't want to be a wiener anymore. And like there's a whole there's a great scene where he's like, I'm a I'm a very sophisticated and an accomplished gambler. But he like bets on fucking dollar blackjacks (laughs) and stuff. And he's like, I was up ten Perrier.
0: Yeah,
2: drinks, drinks bubbly water. Princess (laughs) water. There's nothing wrong. Somebody that was I I was spending some time with called it princess water.
0: Oh, I love that. Yeah, it is really
2: funny. I drink a lot of that stuff, too. So. (laughs)
1: <laughs> he goes, I, I think probably in the 80s, like Perrier, like everybody drinks that stuff now. And in the 80s, it was like a real signifier, like sushi. It's a rich thing. like
0: eating sushi or something
2: like, oh, my God. You want some Perrier. caviar with that
0: bubbly water? Uh, Sparkling <laughs> oh, or still. What a wiener. Um, Remember when
2: we went to Europe and you when you wouldn't, couldn't get still water anywhere and you got you were so mad. And then yeah. your friend was like, yeah, that's because it's what animals drink. No, that
1: that was how that person described how Europe, how Germans in particular yes. think about it is yeah. like, why, why we're gonna drink the same thing we put in the fucking dog bowl? Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. like, it's, it's, like a sign it's We drink
2: it's water. <laughs> it's fucking water, you goddamn German lunatics! I, I've also always loved how you describe it as water that hurts.
1: It's water that hurts. I'm trying to chug this water. I'm dehydrating, It's going spicy that's water. Exactly, that's
2: exactly what I like about it. it and it then wakes, I went wakes me and up in I.
1: I bought some apple juice. This is true. Sorry for the where it's step stepping aside from the movie for a little bit. But this is fucking true, man. But I bought a thing of apple juice and I was like, all right, finally,
0: I'll drink this apple juice. That shit was carbonated too. You need to read the fine print on your beverages. It was in German. I'm gonna Uh buy you some
2: carbonated whiskey
0: just to trick you. Ooh. I mean that would literally I like that. Tear your throat to pieces. Dude, my my dog is on one right now. <laughs> Leave me Mine alone, is just sitting man. there staring. Uh, uh, anyway,
2: eating. so yeah, he wants Nick to teach him how to be a tough guy, and he like reluctantly kind of agrees to this. So he's he's investigating who beat up Holly, and he's also showing Peter mcnichol around, kind of posing as a bodyguard. They're literally and, uh,
1: unrelated. Yeah,
2: both, they, are, both they of are. These plots are, are completely unrelated. unrelated. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so he um and um, there's also one other tiny detail. Uh, Nick dreams of retiring to Venice I love that he needs he needs $20,000 to retire to Venice for five years he only puts he's got a five year clock on it and at one point Peter McNichol asks him like what happens at the end of the five years and he's like well I don't know I I've, I've thought that far ahead because he's that much of a loser. <laughs>
1: I love that's the kind of loser shit that oh, I can man. absolutely relate to.
2: Awesome, it was so good.
1: If I so, have twenty thousand dollars, I I can live for five years. After that, who fucking I don't know. Who cares?
2: I don't know. Hopefully, yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out then. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so he's um he figures out that uh that Danny DeMarco, who is the son of a of a mob boss. Oh yeah. Is is the guy who who beat up Holly. And, and Holly's like, I want you to help me catch this guy. I want you to help me get my revenge on him. She, she actually
0: says, I want his nuts his in nuts my hands. In my
2: hands. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Badass. And she he's kind of like, no way, but does it anyway.
1: Yeah, it's funny because she he goes like, I'm never going to do it. And then she walks away and she kind of smiles and goes like, yeah, right.
2: Like yeah. she knows. She's like, I got him. Well, they've too... known each other forever. Yeah. And he's it like, he's mad about it. You know, he he wants to get revenge on this guy too. He's like this fucking piece of shit beat up my friend and He's known
1: happen. her since she was a little girl for some reason. I know. God, I think so she was fucking weird. I think she was maybe one of the ballerinas that come come into the that like walk. Yeah, by the office. Yeah, that's such a cool
2: little moment. Yeah,
1: There's these yeah. Li- there's like a ballet uh, club upstairs from Howard Hessman's office, office yeah. and the little girls all love Burt Reynolds and he goes up to the window and is like, "Hi," you know. Yeah.
2: It's pretty cute. Um anyway, uh so he he tracks down Danny DeMarco and there's this amazing scene where he oh. pretends to be Holly's pimp. Oh, hey, oh, well, let's and talk about, about that outfit. Yeah, let's oh, talk yeah. about that
0: jacket because with that medallion, this like embossed leather jacket, it's outrageous. It's absolutely outrageous. We'll post silver, it somewhere. Maybe. silver paisley. It's oh it's God.
2: amazing. Like he just sh- sh- shows up out of nowhere with it too. Like it hard cuts him. He's walking down the hall <laughs> in the hotel and he's wearing this outfit. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> Well, he, I, he, I'm not
1: willing to act flamboyantly, so I will have to dress flamboyantly. Yeah.
2: and he um he gets himself into Danny DeMarco's suite, uh, by saying that he's friends with someone named Baby, and that'll be important later. Mm-hmm. Um, and he yeah, wants I... to and he wants to talk to Danny about a girl, and so they let him in, and like basically hijinks ensue. Like Danny is a little fucking weasel shrimp kid. And he immediately starts like talking shit,
0: threatening. And he Brooke has Reynolds. these two big, buff, like outrageously Massive. buff yeah. bodyguard guys who are like they're like eating snacks and watching cartoons. Yeah, they're like <laughs> it's very big, buff babies.
1: <laughs> he uh, and, uh Danny DeMarco is indeed the kind of guy who would refer to his dick as the envy of all mankind. He's a, yeah. a uh, as big an asshole as oh, I mean, I mean he's small, but you know what I mean. Like the assholes don't come much
2: higher caliber than this. Yeah, he's a real scumbag. And uh, he starts threatening Burt Reynolds. He pulls a gun out and he's like doing the same shit. Like, tell me, what does he say? He wants him to you say, say like, something nice about me. Say something nice about me, and if I believe you, I won't shoot. Yeah. Yes. All uh, stuff. He
1: Burt needs Reynolds. to go to
0: therapy. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> man he has a rather, lot of
2: issues. Men would rather
1: <laughs> put a gun to Burt Reynolds' head than go to therapy. Yeah. Uh, but he, but he's like, you say something nice about me, and then Burt Reynolds goes like, All right, I'll say a couple nice things about you. What kind of car do you do <laughs> <clears throat> You're a peach of a guy. You're a number one. You're a swell fella. And this doesn't uh, this doesn't do it for, for Danny Bert. DeMarco. And then and the, the music is used sparingly sparingly in this movie, but uh, that makes it extra effective because this is this scene's kind of going on for a while where Danny DeMarco is really vamping. And you know that Burt Reynolds is getting like amped up to start doing some of his classic Burt Reynolds violence. And then the music oh, is in the music subtly building in the background. And you're going like, oh, my God, I'm getting excited here. This is ex- this is thrilling. It's weird considering that the movie has been a very laid back hangout
2: movie. Up to this point, you're going mm-hmm, like, oh, yeah. and then and then what happens? Oh my god! He he, he fucking pretty wild. His, he kicks this guy right in the knee and just snaps his fucking
0: leg open. His blood. Oh, the bone his is head. sticking out. Yes. Yeah. Um. Doesn't he like slice a guy's <laughs> eyes with a credit card? He cuts yes, him. He cuts he him over the forehead with so the credit card. So fucking cool. So, 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 so cool. his blood's pouring
2: down in his into his eyes. His specialty is his guys right
0: up. His specialty like is 80s, edged weapons. Yeah. The most eighties fucking violent act ever just slicing someone with a credit card. Yeah, that's his... right. His
2: Travis is right. His specialty is edged weapons. And that also is important later.
0: Mm, yeah, he doesn't do guns. He doesn't somebody, do guns.
2: Somebody
1: which comes up later yeah. Uh in a different movie. I mean, uh, but like his two specialties are the guy. One guy describes him as saying his specialty is are edged weapons. But his other specialty is also kicking and he yeah. can he
0: can jump like
1: nine feet in the air and, <laughs> kick people, and he does. Yep. that sounds like so like
0: like a little like a nine year old boy like my specialty jumping high and kicking <laughs> like <laughs> and, and high kicks high kicks and, and, and I can't cut you with anything.
2: It reminded me of in Kill Bill when when he, she's talking about the deadly viper assassination squad and she's like that one was the deadliest woman in the world with a knife. Or no, that's from Pulp Fiction. Actually, that's where she's that's talking right. about box force five. Box force five. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's like, so he's, he's like this killer, he's like this killer mercenary and, this, and he just at, fucks these two guys right up.
1: This fight scene. I can't, is so strange. I mean, it's I love awesome, the scene where he like throws the guy over
2: his shoulder and it like step frames.
1: Yeah. They're doing step frames, cutting in, they're doing freeze frames like the way the it's whole, cool. everything about it, what he's doing, the way it's shot and edited is crazy.
0: Yeah. I think yeah. this is the, this is the first part of the movie where you realize, Oh shit, like this, this movie's got something, yeah, you this know, is so sure. this is something a little yes. different. Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> and, then, uh, and it continues that way mm-hmm. after he
2: subdues the two meatballs, then Holly comes in <laughs> and man,
0: <laughs> Holly, Holly's ready Holly for her gets fucking, her fucking revenge. Wish. Yeah, that's she's awesome. got some shears. Yeah, for uh, real. As soon as Holly pulled out the shears, I was like, "Yes, bitch. Get it."
2: And he's like, Danny is sweating bullets at this point. He's terrified. Mm. And she cuts his dick a little, too. She yeah, just it, a little. she cuts his
0: dick. Mm. Yeah, and at
1: the, and at this point, like this movie's after this action scene, frankly, anything could happen. And so, like, I'm going, indeed like, it sort of I'm, does. I'm going like, is she actually just going to cut his balls off? I know. I mean, I'm like, maybe, maybe. she said yeah. she
0: wanted his nuts in her hands. But instead, she's like, tell me, tell me you love me because that's what he did to her with mm-hmm. the gun. Yeah, she gets a semi-proportionate,
1: I suppose, vengeance. Um, and then the, and but, But Burt Reynolds, who is, you know, a moral man of honor, despite being a loser, mm-hmm. is kind of is kind of like, all right, that's enough. You know, he's holding her back. He doesn't want to kill.
0: No, he, but also, he does he give her the if... space. He gives her the space to to get some of her revenge. Oh, sure. Though, which I thought, <laughs> which I thought was good.
2: And also, um, we forgot that 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 Danny, uh, sort of mockingly offers Burt Reynolds twenty thousand dollars as a, as like an apology for beating up the girl. Yeah. Uh, and so they, after revenge has been exacted, he gives her the twenty grand. Burt Reynolds gives her the twenty grand. He's like, "You got to get it out of town. Like they're gonna kill you." You know. You're not going to be able to get away with this. Um, they're definitely going to come after me. So you got to go. But I can handle it. I can handle it. Yeah. And uh, she kind of slips him 10 grand anyway, even though he doesn't want it. She ends, She sort of ends up leaving. She like, she leaves actually the car's driving somebody. away. And then like the car stops. And then this dude just walks up to her rentals. It's like lady in the car. told me to give you this envelope. And it's got $10,000. He's like, ha <laughs> <laughs> um, and,
3: and,
2: um, by that point, also, he has, like, sort of distanced himself from Peter McNichol. He was like, this guy's a, w- a wuss. Like, I don't want to do this job anymore. He kind of, like, dumps him, you know?
1: Yeah, and, and not not as a as a dick move, but, he like, he basically is bodyguarding Peter McNichol at a, at a casino, and then he just goes, like, you don't fucking need a bodyguard. You don't bodyguard fucking need dude. this. Yeah, exactly. Nobody's going to assault you in a casino, and then you leave the casino, you get in a cab, you go home, you're going to be fine. Yeah. I don't, I, this is a waste of both of our times. Yeah, because of course, Peter McNichols misrepresenting why he wants him around anyways. But right. But, but Peter McNichols there at the casino when Burt Reynolds decides to oh,
2: uh, in the, in, it what all. I, in what I believe is the best scene in the movie, possibly one of the best scenes in all of Burt Reynolds career. This when I first saw this movie, I was just completely blown away by what happens in this whole like the next 10 minutes of this movie are just fucking awesome. Yeah. Like he takes the 10 grand. And he takes a thousand dollars of the 10 grand, goes to the casino and starts playing blackjack. And he starts winning right away. And he's like, I'm on a hot streak tonight. Like he's talking to the dealer who is Diana Scarwood. She yeah, they're friends. Named, they're old pals. Cassie. They're old pals. And she's like, you know, you don't want to do this. I love her. He's she's like, great.
0: Oh yeah, she's no, great.
2: You can't tell me not to do this. Like, I'm doing it. Just keep dealing the car. Yeah. She
0: keeps seeing like Nick go home. Like, yeah. you gotta go home. And then the the people at the casino that run the casino are like, we gotta switch out. Dealers, because yeah. they think there's something going on, and he's like, "You switch out dealers, I'm going to a different casino. I switch yeah, out casinos, never, and I'm you won't not going to lose my money." Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: He's, you, he's. you want me going cold somewhere else? Is what he says.
0: Luck is riding on my
2: shoulder. Lady Luck's riding on my shoulder, and he's it's doing cool,
1: awesome. and he's doing cool, saying cool degenerate gambler shit like he's cool, and that's. I got sure. I got eighteen. You, I know that under that card that you got there, you got uh twenty. And yeah. so give me what three. you gotta do, what you gotta give do is give two, me a two, Cassie. Give me a two right now. Yeah. Give me a two. So just give me that two, and she does, and she's yeah. like,
2: "Whoa!" Ooh. And he's like, "That's right." She's yeah. he's on this incredible hot streak, yeah. and he keeps doubling down. So, at the end of the night, he's got he's got the hundred grand. Earlier, a hundred he told grand. Peter McNichol like Peter McNichol's like, "What would you? You said twenty grand for five years. What would you need to live there for the rest of your life?" He's like, a hundred grand." Uh. Yeah, no, he's, he's, like a quarter of a, he's like a quarter of a million dollars is what he said. He'd need, two, need 250,000. It's
1: another, it's another great scene. Well, and, and any of the scenes where him and Peter McNichol are hanging out are great. They have oddly good chemistry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they're in the bar. And, and Peter McNichol is it, it's, it's total
2: hero worship with this yeah. guy. And, and at and this Peter point, Mc... he's, he's up like 150 grand. So yeah, like, he's up they're, 100 they're, he's grand. Stopping. He's stopping and as far as we know, and they go have just, a drink.
1: They're just having a drink, and, and Peter McNichol's like, why aren't you happy? You should be happy you have made 100 grand. He's just like, "Ah, it's I got to get fuck you money. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I need to have. But you can tell it's just the classic degenerate gambler self-sabotage type shit. It's just
2: such a great reveal, though, that like he's a fucking gambling addict because it also ties into like why he does stupid shit like find the, the mafia guy. He's just like addicted to risk. Yeah. You know,
1: but without putting too fine a point on it, they don't have to like.
2: Yeah.
0: They don't have to nobody like spell ever goes it out like, Nikki,
2: you need help. You're yeah. a gambling addict. You're yeah, cl- in rush. the rush.
0: The closest it is, is the the lady dealer being like, you need to go home, uh-huh. like, go home. And that's it. No one tries that hard. Yeah. I hate like movies like this. When people gamble, it makes me so upset. I get so stressed out because I'm like, damn, dude, if I won one hundred thousand fucking dollars, like I would okay. leave." I would leave. Or if I really wanted to go, just like put only a thousand. I would like put the rest away. Yeah, Ah, that's the
1: that's the difference between a a degenerate balloon head gambler. I guess that means I'm not a regular gambling. (laughs) It's not a hundred. It's not entirely about the money for them at that point. It's about something else. Yeah,
0: the adrenaline for sure.
1: Um and Burt Reynolds plays this really well. Man, I mean it's he's it's
2: so fucking good.
0: You want to see awesome. like Burt
1: Reynolds' deadpan like style used to it. maximum of maximum effect. Just watch him lose. Cuz he like you can see 000. you can see his face
2: before he go when he's like when he decides to go back to the table, you can see that he's no he knows he's fucking it up. Yep.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. You know. I he's like I just can't, I just up.
2: can't stop myself. And he says to Peter McNichol at one point he's <laughs> like if I had the 250 I'd want a half of it. It's right? That's yeah. right. You know? Uh, uh, so he goes back to the – he goes back to the table and slowly but surely he loses everything.
1: Loses everything. All of it. Uh,
2: and uh, and uh, he uh, – and Cassie, oh, man, she starts crying at the table. Yeah. It's so good. Uh, it's because so he sad. Could've,
0: he could have – he had like 17 or something and she had 18 or oh, like yeah. or something. He, he, tries,
2: he tries to call the shot like he did in the very first hand. Mm-hmm. And but he if he had just
0: stayed, if he had just stayed, he would have won. Oh, yeah. God, if you that's what she says. If you
2: just stayed, you would have won. Yeah, it was really close. And I really just love that. Like, now, you've had first of all, you've had this bizarro fucking action movie that's been interrupted by this insanely depressing degenerate mm-hmm. gambler scene. Burt Reynolds <sighs> walks into a casino casino with a thousand bucks comes up a quarter of a million dollars ahead, loses it all, and she's crying.
0: Also, this takes place during Christmas. We That's, say That's that. a Christmas, That's Christmas a, it's movie. Like, as, as an afterthought, there's like some Christmas songs of like Christmas decorations in the background. to Christmas make it even in more Vegas, bonkers. baby. You got That's all love so I just love
2: that she's the one who's crying at the end of it. It's so fucking good. Uh,
0: this is know, a real heartbreaker.
2: Like, this is the point at which I'm like, I don't care what happens the rest of this movie. This movie's great. Yeah. Like I'm I'm all in. I don't care. Like it it's going to have to work so hard to fuck this up. And it doesn't. It doesn't. It, a- no, it actually it gets better. It gets it gets well. better. It turns into a I mean it's just a really sturdy weird bleak movie. Uh there's nothing I can't I don't think there's any point of comparison for it. It's
1: it's unique. It's very unique. Uh but like it's is, it is a Burt Reynolds movie. So Mm -hmm. at a certain at a certain point, they do it at points. They do need to dole out the violence. Yes. And uh, and I love the way that they do that, too. Uh, But but first we get this section where Peter McNichol, he's just sort of following Bert around as Bert's bummed about his uh, inevitable uh, loserdom. And and he's like, all right, I'll I'll be honest with you. And this is the part where I thought something else was going to happen, where he's like, I've been following you for years and and I, I picked you out specifically. And I was like, what is he? He's his dad. (laughs) <laughs> like, oh, man. I really thought that he was going to be like, you're my father or whatever. And he's like, no, he just thinks he's awesome because he's one of the most lethal men or whatever the fuck. He's and the world's deadliest man, world's deadliest man. He's like, I need you to teach me to be uh, a badass. And then you get like this 15 minute sequence where they really get to bond and Bert's teaching him that pain don't hurt. And uh yeah. various they do other... really have chemistry. Are... They have great chemistry. Uh Bert has this paternal Bert's character is this is quintessential Burt Reynolds where he's like a hard ass on the surface, but he's,
2: he's also he's very doll, lovable. Baby.
1: He's very lovable. He's a teddy bear. He's, he really is. I mean, he's capable of violence. Uh, he the goes- scene where
2: they're like sparring a little in the backyard is really funny. where he, he like actually hits Burt Reynolds in the nose and makes him have a little nosebleed.
1: He's
0: like, are you okay? <laughs> like, Did I hurt you?
1: He's like, you don't need to be that happy about it. And he goes, Can I be? A, <laughs> yeah. Can I be a little happy about it? And he's like, Yeah, you can okay. be a little yeah. happy.
3: But <laughs> he's such a
1: sweetheart. And but then at, at one point, there Peter McNichol is talking to him about just their the nature, his the nature of him. And he goes, You're probably just basically a violent man. And that clearly hurts Burt Reynolds' feelings a little bit. And he goes, Like, no, I'm not. I'm just good I'm at just it. Good at it. It gives you a good idea of like what Burt, where he's coming from. And then it's Crash Course in Bravery time. This is wonderful stuff. But then it's time. Then it's time for the movie to end, and, yeah. it, and it doesn't make any bones about it; it just gets right to it. Because it's well, first it's...
2: what happens is some the mob guys come to collect Burt Reynolds, and they're like, "You got to answer for what you did to Danny yeah. DeMarco," and they take him to see the aforementioned baby, baby, who baby. I guess is like the top dog in Vegas, yes, or at least works for the top dog, and 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 gets to say what happens
1: yeah he's not Danny DeMarco's dad he's but no. he's the
2: he's the mob boss and Danny DeMarco is connected somehow and da- and Danny DeMarco's dad has to abide by what baby says that's right um and and basically uh you know they're like you're on trial for your life Nick and he goes up to the hotel room with baby and uh Danny DeMarco's there a little beat up and sweaty <laughs> and he's like this motherfucker and like tells him basically a bullshit story about how like Burt Reynolds came in and shot his like, guys like ambushed him yeah ambushed that's where him, we, shot that's where his where we dudes find out
1: with their own guns this is where we find out that Danny DeMarco killed his guys yeah. after this too
2: <laughs> like yeah, I mean, tied exactly. him up that's fucking yeah. that's fucking I mean, he tied nasty. him up and shot him yeah and yeah, so what I mean, fuck, he tries what to what pin asshole. all this shit on Burt Reynolds and Burt Reynolds is like whatever man i know you're full of shit like he just doesn't seem to care <laughs> yeah like, ba- let me ask baby you two was like Yeah, go ahead. I don't remember what the two questions were exactly, but he's like, why would I use a gun? Yeah, Yeah. we know that that's not his style. Yeah, why would you use a gun? You don't know Danny DeMarco, but this is the world's deadliest man and he never uses a gun. Yeah, Uh, but but,
1: but his his, like his closing case, his closing argument is a killer where it's sort of like, actually, uh, this lady cut uh, Danny DeMarco's dick so Danny DeMarco, you if you if you'll you'll notice if he pulls his pants down, well, you'll see a cut on his dick and prove that his story's wrong. And so baby's like, that's right, Danny, bring your dick out. Let's see it. And Danny DeMarco's <laughs> like, no, I won't do it. And it's like, well, you lose. And I guess the
2: story's over. Yeah,
1: story's over. And baby's like, well, fuck off then. And Danny Marcos like, ah, he's he like, pulls a gun on him in his in his baby's office. And baby's like, you know, that's not the way it is. That's the way it goes. Yeah. And then he, and then he but obviously, of course, baby respects. Uh, Mex Escalante. Yeah. You know, because he's the most lethal man on earth. Yeah. And, but we also know that uh, Danny
2: DiMarco is going to come for him. There's nothing you yeah. can do about it. And indeed he does. Shortly thereafter. They, about- they shoot, they shoot up their, he, he and Peter McNichol are hanging out in Pincus Zion's office. And the, the guys Zion. come in and Pincus shoot up Zion. the uh, law office and Peter McNichol takes the bullets for him. Oh, uh, because he's so. a true pal. And now, as he's, as he's lying and uh, bloody
0: on the ground, he just goes, there's no pain.
1: It's a reference to something that he says when he's training really? him, where he punches him, and he goes, "There's no pain." You know. Wait, but before that
0: happened, before that happened, uh, he surprises one of. Well, he sees them all aiming their guns at him, and Peter McNichols is like, "Oh, uh, I'm just an innocent bystander. I'm gonna yeah, go." Yeah. And then he surprise punches one of the guys That's in a right. move that Bert taught him. Uh, so you know, you get a McCly. little proud.
3: More,
0: yeah, more and, then, and then stuff. he gets shot by jumping in front of the bullets. But it was like, "You did good, kid." But this part where he's where he's where he's, and he's got,
2: like so stoic, too. It's like you did good, kid. This part where he's
1: riddled with riddled with bullets and Peter McNichols looking up at him and he goes, there's no pain. It's so no pain. good. I I, uh, I did tear up a little bit. Yeah. So good.
2: It also it also kind of reminded me of one of my favorite movie moments ever, which is the beginning of The Rookie, where Clint Eastwood's partner gets killed. Then Clint Eastwood standing oh, no, over him, and he just man. goes, oh, no. Oh no, man. Oh
1: no, man. <laughs> I'm going to compose a jazz song for you. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> but now at this point in the movie, now that it's, Peter McNichols has been removed from the scenario, Burt Reynolds turns into fucking Batman.
1: He turns well, I think it's more more like more like he turns into fucking Jason Voorhees. This is I mean, <laughs> it's a little of both. This is some like slasher shit.
2: The uh like the way he scene... kills it's
1: time for him to pick off uh Danny
2: DeMarco's men one by one. Yeah, in, in brutal fashion. I really just like there's one moment I think he's already gotten one or two of the guys, but he's like he he, he makes them chase him into like a cement factory, right?
1: Oh, an action an action climax uh, Perfect setting. action action
2: climax factory. Yes. And uh at one point he like has already taken out one or two of the guys and he's like climbing on top of the roof or whatever, and he jumps off the through the ledge onto a big pile of gravel or sand or something, but it's all slow-mo and his like arms are outstretched and he kind of like almost gracefully floats down onto this, and this pile not, of stuff. It's definitely Bert doing his own stunt. Too. Oh yeah. 100%. But I was just like, when he made that leap, I was like, he needs a big Batman cape, you know, he's just like <laughs> cause his arms are all stuck out and everything, man. But the, it's, best, uh, the best one is when he, <laughs> he fucking throws gasoline on a dude. This is incredible. And then Joe kicks over his head to smash a light bulb. So the sparks <laughs> fall down on him and set him on fire. Sets him
1: on fucking fire.
2: Fucking amazing.
1: Yes, the, and the other ones are he pushes, a, he pushes a giant stack of bricks onto a guy, fucking kills him. It's a he stack of bricks. He
2: throws a rebar through <laughs> a dude like a spear and electrocutes In, him. Into the fuse box arachnophobia style.
1: Mm -hmm. The guy does not burst open with a bunch of white goo, unfortunately, but that would have been awesome.
0: I love these sequences that always end up happening in these like factories or warehouses and they all have like, there's a barrel over there. We got a pile of bricks over here. We have like a fuse box over here and some like metal pipes (laughs) and then then just watch it all happen. The only
2: thing that would have made this sequence better was like if he was walking out after getting rid of all these guys, that there was like a sign that said like X amount of days without an accident. He like flipped
0: it to zero. <laughs> oh, hell yeah.
1: That's cool. That will be odd. Aw- I was in hog heaven here. I mean, this is fucking incredible. Uh, it's yeah, so uh, I, I loved it. I loved it. It's just so violent <laughs> and so weird. Like when this movie gets violent, boy, does it really Uh, it yeah. really goes for it. Not and and after around. he's killed all this guy's men, uh, uh, the bad guy, whatever his name is, goes. Danny uh, DeMarco. DeMarco goes, Nick. <laughs>
2: <laughs> fantastic and, it and ends so up... then nick takes like trails him back to the hotel suite yes oh my god it gets better and and he just like oh god this is so rad this is amazing danny demarco's like stalking him around the hotel suite and the lights are out this is where he's and batman Burt reynolds is like throwing his voice <laughs> And like I'm over here, Danny, or is, yeah. it, or is it over here? Maybe I'm understand. over here, my friends.
0: I didn't yeah. understand how that even fucking <laughs> works. Was totally
2: like when Milhouse got the disguise kit, it was just like imagining himself like blending into the trees and stuff. Yes. <laughs> and, and this is
1: and this is what happens. This is like literally what happens. Burt Reynolds is such a scary motherfucker. And this guy is such a deep down inside is such a soy boy beta cuck because he's a tiny wiener. Uh, that he, that he literally scares him into killing himself. Yeah. He goes, he's, this is the stuff that he's saying to him. It's like, Danny, you want to know how long it's going to take you to die? I'll give you a hint. Think in days. I'm going to, <laughs> he's like, he's just like, I'm going to torture you so bad. And, and boy, oh boy, the torture is you might as well just get it over with. And indeed he does. Yeah. Shoots himself up in the head with yeah, his, his, his last bullet. bullet. <sighs> with his last bullet. And he says that he's like, I heard how many shots that you fired. You only got one left. And he and Burt Reynolds scares him into killing himself. That's, Unbelievable. That's a lot what, that's what intense. An, what an astonishing picture. And to add an, another insane ripple, Peter McNichol
0: is alive. He's alive. I was so happy to find out he was still alive.
2: <laughs> what? And they they have a nice little scene in the hospital. where He's like, you're going to make it champ. The doctor says, says you're only going to be here for another month. There's the doctor is particularly funny. Yeah. He's like, uh, I went
1: to Harvard. I should know. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> this is a funny line as he goes. He's talking to Peter McNichol and Burt Reynolds goes, "You lived. What kind of bullshit bravery is that?" Yeah, <laughs> that's really funny. Man. And then, and then, and then, Peter McNichol goes like, "I guess we, we can go like hang out together in, um, in, Venice. in Venice." Oh, because he's like, "You're gonna need a, you're gonna need a bodyguard now." You need a bodyguard or whatever. And then it just cut to Burt Reynolds in Venice. And that's the end. Like he's like on a he's gondola. On a gondola he's, just, uh, yeah. he's on a gondola and he made
2: it to Venice. With uh, the sexy sax music and so on. Uh that the
1: end. Heat. God, fucking, fucking heat, awesome man. Movie. I, I would
2: fucking... watch it again right now.
1: Yes. Uh this is this is a real find. Um once once again uh, uh, another classic discovery. Uh I, this was a huge bomb at the time.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean the, when, I, when I first saw it, I had never heard of it.
1: Yeah, these the three movies that we did, Burt Reynolds, these three Burt Reynolds movies that we're covering all cost in the 15 million dollar range and all made in the zero dollar range. They're (laughs) huge, huge bombs. This is the I mean, Burt Reynolds was huge in his his career. It took a lot for his career to come to an end. And this is this is what happens. And and the other two, like, I totally I totally get it. And with this one, it's kind of like, why didn't people go see this movie? This is great.
2: I think it's just too weird. Maybe. It is. It is weird. I mean, and it's... like nobody wants to see Burt Reynolds lose, lose at the casino. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know I mean, it's like a couple different do. movies.
2: This is it's 86, too. Movies. I
1: mean, th- like this movie would like I would think that this movie would fucking dominate in 79. But this yeah, is 86. Maybe. This is the same year that Top Gun came out. People wanted something else. Yeah. From movies.
0: People wanted maybe a little more in a way yeah. than, Ooh. Than, than this sort of thing. I just read uh, that that those two big bodyguard guys were actually mm-hmm. defensive linemen <laughs> in the National Football League. No oh, good ooh, for the them.
2: National Football League. Well, I hope their concussions were healed. <laughs> oh, no, no. They, they
1: they died in their early fifties. Probably. <laughs> Use they car salesman now. Yeah. yeah. If they're lucky. Um, yeah, boy. Um, I reread a lot of lines. Uh, there was a sign. That was just like they, they probably changed the wording out in front of one of the casinos that I thought was really funny where it said the most liberal 21 in the world.
2: <laughs> weird. Yeah, I saw that
0: too. It's <laughs> a weird way. It's a weird strange. way. Interesting <laughs> way of
2: describing it. That just uh, makes me think of, uh, that just makes me think of like Beavis and Butthead with the loose slots. <laughs> and he's like uh, a <laughs> <lady> like sluts. <laughs> <So dumb. laughs>
1: I don't remember, I don't remember who Burt Reynolds is talking to when he says this, um, but he's like, some something they're like, I'm gonna what do this or I'm gonna do that or I'm gonna change this or something, and Burt Reynolds goes, "You can change your underwear if you want to, pal. If you don't mind my saying so, it's not a bad idea."
2: That's the uh, that's the that's the pit boss.
1: The pit boss. That's right. Oh, we're gonna change dealers. We're gonna yeah. change dealers. You can change yeah. your underwear, pal. <laughs>
2: Apparently, this guy smells like shit. (laughs) He pooped his pants. (laughs) He smells (laughs) like
0: he shit his pants.
2: (laughs) Smells like he shit his pants. I always love it in these movies because it happens in all of them one way or another. And it happens in a lot of Burt Reynolds movies where he just like says something kind of mean to somebody. You know, it's (laughs) not, and it's like supposed to be a one liner, but it's not clever at all. It's like, yeah, (laughs) you're dumb.
1: That's just like this is just how Bert, this is like Burt Reynolds improv sort of yeah. stuff. it's like, like how, it's his like, style.
2: Well, he's workshopping all the verbal abuse he's going to heap on Dom Deluise. Dom DeLuise.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you ever, if you ever get a chance, to uh, watch Burt Reynolds on the on the Tonight Show with Johnny oh, Carson. Oh, My God, Burt, It's you. If you're you're on the fence about Burt Reynolds, he is funny. Like he goes he on seems the Tonight like he Show. Would be. He goes on the Tonight Show and
2: kills. Yeah.
1: He'll, be, he'll, he'll 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 compete with comedians and shit like that. He's really. And he'll funny. have like
2: the redneck tuxedo or the Canadian tuxedo, you know, like all denim, yeah. you know, kind of weird hairpiece, and he'll just be like talking shit.
1: He's like this. He's always just that that sort of um, that low low key casual sort of thing. Yeah, and, and then he'll just with this dead this deadpan, he says the funniest things. It's
2: it's pretty that also amazing. just makes me think of that bit from the old uh, from SNL where they would do Carson and they had they had uh, they had. Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise like just pissing themselves. That's, that's and, like p- smashing I, my favorite, pies in
1: each other's faces. My favorite clip in the history of Saturday Night Live. There's no lines in it. It's uh, it's Dana Carvey being Johnny Carson. He goes, and it's when he's retiring and it's like yeah. his last show. And he's like, well, we just wanted to uh, share some clips from the past. Here's a moment where uh, Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise came on the show.
2: Things got a little weird, got a little wild. And it's just a clip. Uh, uh, Johnny Carson. <laughs> <laughs> Who's playing Carson? Who's playing uh, Reynolds in that? I don't know. It's it's
1: obviously remember. it's not Norm. No, it's, it's before Norm. And uh, and so Johnny Charlie is
2: playing Don DeLuise. Johnny Carson smashes
1: pies <laughs> or some. No, Don DeLuise smashes pies into Johnny Carson and and Burt Reynolds's crotches. And then he and he's going. <laughs> yeah, he's just like horse wheezing laughing. And he's, he's visibly himself. peeing
3: his pants. <laughs> That's it. <laughs>
1: It's it's like a it's like a ten like a 10, 15 second long clip of just that it's, yeah. it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life, uh. But anyways, that's kind of what things were like in the seventies
3: on yeah. the Carson show.
1: They were that's when Carson was drinking, um. But yeah, oh, there's there's one line where he's talking to um he's giving his bona fides to Peter McNichol, even though Peter McNichol already knows his deal. But he goes, he's like, well, what what are your you know what have what kind of things have what you are your done? qualifications? What are your qualifications? <clears throat> <laughs> and this is just this is just quintessential Burt Reynolds shit right here. Well, I've been knocked down, blown up, lied to, shit on, shot at. I'm not a virgin, except in my heart. I did this, I did that. And then he concludes the whole thing with, and I lie a lot. This is fantastic. Beautiful. I mean, that's that's Burt Reynolds to a T right there.
2: Oh, man. Uh, ratings. I, I love this movie so much. I, I'm going to give it four and a half shots. Ah. Nice. I, I, was, I was, I don't think it deserves five, but uh, I want to give it five, but I'm not going to. I, I think it's better than four. It's just so idiosyncratic. Um, There's nothing else like it. If you haven't seen his movie, God, just find any way to see it if you can. Check Absolutely. Check it out. Um, it's just awesome. It, I think it's Burt Reynolds, like one of his best performances ever. Yeah. Um, And a great script, weird movie, fucking bleak and violent and strange. Just awesome. Yeah. Um, unmissable. Uh, and I'm gonna give it two Juds for the whole uh, Holly plot line. Uh, you mean two just, Douglases? Excuse me, yes, two Douglases for the for the whole for the whole plot there. Mm. Cause that's just scummy and gross. Um, and I'm gonna give it ten out of ten weeping blackjack dealers. <laughs> oh man <laughs> Wow she's, she's so good. She's the
1: quintessential yeah. like Vegas lady, Vegas yeah. casino lady. She's just awesome diana scarwood diana is that the actor's name mm-hmm. diana, yeah she fucking
2: absolutely rules in a in a like a small poll small role for her like she you know she wasn't like a huge star but she would have been bigger than that so she just showed up to do a thing
0: yeah uh, but she with that role she even with oh, she that limited it. screen time is like very effective
2: that 10 minute stretch of the movie could have gone on forever i just like that's <laughs> the best part of it in my opinion the the, the the whole rest of it's great but like man that that's like that's the scene that woke me up the first time i saw it you know like Holy shit what is this movie
1: Yeah you know? and and think of how the Action is is dominating the movie as opposed to the style of it, too. Yeah, yeah. The way that the way that they would shoot this now, if they or even like five years after this movie was made, would be a lot of a lot of crazy visual style would be added to it. But this is very matter of yeah. fact. It's just
2: what's happening is happening. And it's exciting enough on its own. He worked with a lot of directors who mostly did like television and stuff or were old stunt buddies of his.
1: Yeah, that's true. So, you
2: know, that's not it's workmanlike. Workmanlike. It's economical. To its benefit, I think. But it's not flashy at all. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it, ah, fuck it. Fuck it. I'm giving it, I'm going to give it four and a half too. I I got talked up. I have a half Judd and, and also just because I think people really should, this is one of those movies you, you, you should watch this. I'd never heard of this before. I mean, I vaguely heard of it, but I didn't know jack shit about it. And as I've gotten older, I've gotten more excited about Burt Reynolds movies. When I was like a teenager, Burt Reynolds was real. He was famous, but it was also like, well, I don't want, I'm not interested in that. That's like, that's old. That's old and like mm-hmm. corny and like dumb. I'm gonna watch The Last Boy Scout. <laughs> a very different sort of different sort of thing or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, I've come to appreciate him. Uh this is Bert, this is definitely Burt Reynolds in Joe Hallenbeck mode though. That's true. it's, jo- it's a Joe Hallenbeck kind of guy. Um but I loved it. And yet everybody really should watch it. <laughs> I don't think you're going to be disappointed. Um, and we, we can't overstate how weird the, those action scenes are, especially the fight scene in the middle. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll give it to Douglas's as well. there is a strip club that they go to. So there's some nudity. Oh, yeah. there. I it. forgot but about that. But it's mostly about the nuts and the gun. like the, the the mostly
2: discussions of very horrible sexual violence and shit where you're like, damn, it's pretty. <laughs> yeah, heavy. that 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 big assault that Holly experiences. We don't see that.
1: No, 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 no. But it's it's a hell of a thing in the, yeah. in a movie that's not that heavy. Most of the time, and I don't she know, de- the like... way
2: the way she describes, it, I mean, that actress is terrific.
1: Yeah, she 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 rules. You'd recognize her if you're listening that you'd you'd, you'd recognize her. If she's in a bunch of stuff Um, and I'm going to give it uh, 10 sets of nuts in a hand,
0: 10 sets, <laughs> <laughs> 10 sets
1: and a wow. partridge in a pear tree. <laughs> and a
0: partridge in a pear tree. That's 20 nuts. It's a lot of nuts. <laughs> That's a lot of nuts. Um, I'm gonna give this four juds. I really, really liked it. It was a cool introduction into Burt Reynolds, uh, into his whole thing for me. Uh, fight scenes were awesome. It was it was weird in a good way, uh, with the gambling and everything in the middle, and then the weird buddy comedy of it a little bit, and everyone did a good job. Everyone had chemistry. It was awesome. Uh, I'm going to give it one and a half Douglases for yeah the description of sexual violence. And then I'm going to give it 10 out of 10 credit cards as weapons. Hell yeah.
1: <laughs> Excellent. His specialty is edged weapons and we know that because we see him do it once. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, his specialty is talking people into killing themselves. I think that's that's more impressive. Uh, speaking of more impressive, although it's not, <laughs> really,
0: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, heat is
1: much more impressive than the next two movies that we're going to be talking about.
0: We're kind of go. I feel like we are going downhill. Yes,
1: I agree. All right. Uh, and and so this so the next our next rung down the ladder is 1987's Rent a Cop. <laughs> It was the perfect bust. Please! Until it went bust.
3: Ah! Please. Ah!
0: It cost Tony Church his job.
3: You're history in this department. Right, I'm out of
0: here gotta move on those guys are dead you're alive no that's not santa he's a fake
3: he's got a new career merry christmas oh churchy rent-a-cop and his first client is
0: a -a rent-a-girl hello sweetheart and you brought your teddy the guy from the hotel who tried to kill me well he tried again it's Direct- our film in its own right. Directed it, it, by Jerry London. Of uh, course. Who I the keep Jerry wanting, London. Who I keep wanting to say Barry Lyndon every time I see this. <laughs> Directed <laughs> by Barry Lyndon, uh, Rent-A-Cop, which I kept also confusing in my head with Cop and a Half, which also has Burt Reynolds in it. That's right. right. Which I've never seen either. But One I'm, of the most famously the right
2: contentious one. disagreements between Sisko and Ebert.
0: Wow. Why? why which one liked it? I don't what? remember which one liked it,
2: but for like many times thereafter when they would disagree the other one would be like yeah but you liked cop and a half
1: i think Ebert was (laughs) the one who liked cop and a half and he gave it and he gave it like um, oh, it probably was Ebert. He didn't even Give it like a, two and a half stars yes, or something he gave like it, he loved it or anything. It was like this close to tipping over into a thumbs. Yeah. He gave it a thumbs up, though. But he that movie but, and a half. But Cop and a Half was one of those punchline movies that was famously like yeah. bad. And so that was like a cudgel that Siskel got to use against Ebert to be like, yeah, but you fucking like Cop a Half. So fuck you, fat ass. You know, like that whole sort of thing. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, Cisco liked to call Ebert fat. We, we stand a bald king. <laughs> we, yeah, that's
3: right. <laughs> we stan a bald
1: king. He would, call, he would call Ebert fat. Ebert would Cisco call him
0: bald.
2: Legendary player, Gene. Sisko. Oh, yeah. Used his penis more than his fork. 100%. <laughs> hey, we all have to. What something the hell
0: that, are you guys talking about? <laughs>
2: that's something <Look. laughs> that's something that Cisco said about Ebert at one point. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He well, anyways, uh, <laughs> Rent a Cop, nineteen eighty-seven, directed by a kill dozer director, yes. Jerry London. Barry London. Barry London. We got. Well, we look a lot Lyndon of classics,
1: A lot of classic cities in this trilogy here. That Vegas to Chicago now, and you're mm-hmm. gonna love. It can only end in one place in the, in our final movie. <laughs> and you're gonna and love it, it, and it will, and it does. But we're in Shytown Town now, and we know that because uh, Burt Reynolds is wearing a Chicago. Yeah. Chicago Bears shirt He
0: loves the Bears Later he wears this adorable Knit sweater that just says Bears Across the front <laughs> And I I really dug the fashion in this And a lot of it has to do With the co-star of this movie Liza oh Minnelli as Liza. as Liza Basically um, As a, a, a very stylish And quirky Sex worker <laughs> Stylish quirky old sex worker She's uh, not even old. She she was, is 41. 41. She was forty-one.
1: She's forty-one. She looks—that's not old. She looks like someone's aunt in their mid-fifties, and it's—it's it's not heavy. It's just her, her style. I don't. Think I, I did not her. I th- her hair. A lot of it, like was her, her hair, hair and her her, her jacket. Uh, yeah, she looks great, like physically. I'm just saying that, like the way that she presents herself. Like if she she comes up to someone's hotel room at the beginning and is like, "Hi, lover. I'm your date." You kind of expect him to go, like,
2: "Really? <laughs> aren't, aren't you my aunt?" She's in Rick. real Lucille 2 mode in this movie. <laughs> yes,
0: exactly. It just... Which is like, it, it perfectly juxtaposes against like t- tired dad, yeah. you know, Reynolds. Angry cop, Burt
2: Reynolds. Yeah, the, the, the thing that I loved about this movie the most, I guess maybe not the most because James Remar is on one in this. but Oh boy, Remar. But uh, but like the, the tying this like sleazy, like corrupt cop murder story to their like almost rom-com-ish like Mm -hmm. interactions in it I was just like what the fuck even is this (laughs) like it kept me on my toes in the same way that he did although I don't think it's nearly as good no 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 (laughs) no no,
1: I actually really I actually did like this movie but it is technically a bad movie yeah Uh, but I but any movie that has this like these silly goofy self-consciously goofy moments of of innocent rom-comedy spliced with ultra violence yeah Mm -hmm. this movie is violent when it's violent that's just beautiful chef's kiss 80s type shit yeah like they loved mashing together wacky comedy and hard violence in the 80s i don't know why but i'm not mad about it yeah it was wonderful like like one of the first things that we see in this movie is liza shows up at this hotel room she's gonna do some little bow peep Or no, no, this is the the line that she says to like the doorman who is aware of her her status as a sex worker. And she goes like, "Uh, you know, what's what's your night going to be like today, Liza? And she goes, that depends on if my date wants his mommy or little Bo Peep or Helga the bitch goddess. (laughs) Those are the options. He wanted mommy though, right? Well, we all he want does. Mommy. Yeah, she she gets to his hotel room. And she, he goes like, come in. And he's like sitting in a diaper in a chair and she goes, hey, baby. She snaps right into mommy mode and gets right into the into the sex play.
2: I hardcore related to this. Oh, okay. OK. To, to wanting mommy. <laughs> uh,
3: tuck
1: me in.
2: Please yeah, tuck me absolutely. in. Absolutely.
1: Where's my crib? And they and they also at a certain point do. And this is, of course, Liza's not going to be doing any nude scenes or anything. So it's all very PG rated, if not G rated sex work depiction. Um, There's a part where she where she's in in, where the dude's in bed and then they're doing Little Red Riding Hood play. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to
0: blow your house down or whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'll that's what they- I'll <laughs> she, Yeah. She's like, my what big teeth you have. My what big eyes you have my what a big. And then she like lifts the covers and then it <laughs> cuts and then it cuts. And you're like, she probably was talking about his it. Heinous. It needed to have like a clown horn, like like a <laughs> horn, horn sound or something. <laughs>
1: yeah and you're like so, what is this movie pg and then the graphic violence happens seconds yeah. later so so like, just oh.
2: like it's blown in half by a machine gun or something
1: yeah james remar like okay so burt reynolds at the same time is outside of this uh, hotel room he is officially a cop at this point a real yes. cop, and mm-hmm. and he's with all his buddies at one point they're talking about retirement let's you and me retire together you're like oh he's dead uh yeah. sure. <laughs> like he's instantly dead but it's not just that guy because james remar is a super killer yeah. He's got a
2: killer outfit. He puts on a helmet, he got a motorcycle helmet. he got it a motorcycle took me, gun.
0: It took me so long to figure out how I knew who James Remar was, but I know him as the shitty boyfriend of Kim Cattrall in Sex and City. Oh, yes. Wow. Yeah. He didn't. Tur- he didn't start out
2: that. shitty, but he turned out to be an asshole.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm. Oh, on Sex and the City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he's in. He's in tons of shit. Usually bad guys, but not always. Uh, he's a he's a really this is this is really fun remar here (laughs) really silly stuff.
2: This Um, is him. This is him coming back from a really bad coke addiction. Oh no shit! Uh, This is eighty seven. In in uh late eighty five, he was fired from Aliens because he was too fucked up. They replaced him with Michael B. Yeah, very depressing. This
0: is also, I think one of Liza's first movies after her rehab stuff, too. She had done. That would make sense. She hadn't made a movie in four or five years. And that's one of the reasons this this movie,
1: uh, Liza got a Razzie for this. Undeserved. Uh, And and I think that that says more about the Razzies than it does Mm -hmm. about anything. Because this is which is is frequently the case. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. The Razzies fucking suck. And they they still
0: put them out now. And they they just gave like the girl from the new Firestarter, starter She's yeah, like 12 she, years
2: old and she's like the only good thing in that movie. Yeah. What the fuck? They're dicks. They're all they're often wrong. I think they actually apologize for that one. Yeah.
0: yeah, they should just stop that.
1: They should apologize for this one, too, because the only reason that they gave it to her is they were piling on because she'd been to the Betty Ford Clinic yeah. and was recovering from addiction. And that's the way people were in the fucking eighties was instead of being like, oh, what a terrible thing you've gone through. We, we wish you luck. It, it, this is the way people were. They'd be like, fuck you.
3: Yeah. Drunkie.
1: Yeah. You fucked there up. There was not a
0: discussion about <laughs> give, mental give health. Give her a Razzie.
1: <laughs> she just, she's just Liza in this. Yeah. She's not... I mean, it's a weird... No, <laughs> it's, it's like, weird.
0: Go for she's her. She's just doing the yeah, thing that Liza does. Go and, for and her. The, the
2: movie, you know, the, she's like the main charm of the film, I think. She's I think the reason she's any of it works at all. Yeah.
0: I think they have a lot, a lot lo- They have chemistry in this that's funny they i know that i i read that they had a lot of fun making it together and that they yeah. were like joking and like cracking jokes between takes and like they you know i think they were they friends were, they were friends beforehand too. yeah they were yeah. And uh, compare
2: that to the chemist. We'll talk about this later, but compare that to the quote unquote <laughs> chemistry from the the final film with with him and Teresa Russell.
0: Oh, my God. Like a whole what thing. What was she doing? I
2: don't know. Just reading. <laughs> she was just reading. <laughs> it's amazing. This is
1: another thing about Burt Reynolds is it can go either way with him uh, yeah. famously. Like he he's either he, he's probably either going to be your best friend on set or your worst enemy. Like he's mm. he's he goes either in like the, the extremes. We're going to be buddies. We're going to be pals or like uh, I'm going to try not to punch you during each take, you know, like that sort of thing. Yeah. But fortunately, he liked Liza, and I think you can tell that they're, mm-hmm. they're a lot. They're a lot of fun together. Uh, but anyways, like James Remar's got his super evil. He's super villain set up, goes in and shoots up the place, kills everybody. He kills six cops. Yeah. He also busts into this hotel room and mows down Liza's like sex play buddy. <clears throat> Most of this we just saw this guy in a diaper, and now he's getting just fucking mowed down with a machine gun. <laughs> Movie's violent as hell.
0: Okay. Also, James Remar, his name is dancer. Dancer. Yeah. And that and that he does. Yes, he, he's a dancer. He likes dancing. <laughs> he, he likes dancing. It's it's it's. He a, has a Bruce level fairy. dance
2: it out scene in this movie. <laughs> it's
0: creepy though. It, it's scary. I feel like it is effectively creepy. Like if you're if you have a villain named dancer who is like this little mousy looking dude who dances and then like is super fucking violent that's and so scary psycho. yeah like, i mean when he,
2: when he does his like mirror dance in this movie you know he you know he reminds me of nomi malone oh he's totally wow. he's totally on the show girls like he's almost <laughs> doing the jazz hands thing you know
0: <laughs> with that yeah. level of like intensity in the oh yeah too. he's like focused <laughs> it's like
2: it's like that it's like all of her dancing scenes and sex scenes all rolled into one, <laughs> but it's James Remar uh, in like leather shirtless and leather pants, yeah. just like shaking it, man. Uh, he was working for that. Three,
1: money. He's got three mirrors up. Oh boy. Yeah. And he's just, but if he's also, he's passionate about dance. He's passionate about murder too. Like he's a mm-hmm. full on psycho who is also loves dance. You can have it all. You, you can't, can, this guy is, is living his best. He is thriving. It's proof.
2: Uh, but basically, but yes, what happens is he, he kills, kills all cops, and then this gets Burt Reynolds suspended. Yeah,
1: well, Burt, that's not necessarily that, but like his boss is doing the whole like you're a loose cannon or whatever. You fucked this up, and Burt Reynolds does not handle it that well. Um, and he's that's true. He ends up like he's like I lost six good, six good, six, six of his friends got killed. Dude. And, 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 and his. And his bo- this is what his boss says is this is classic police officer behavior right here when six police officers have been killed. We know how chill they are with that sort of thing. Because <laughs> his boss goes, yeah, sure. We took some lumps, but but at least it'll show. <laughs> but at least it'll show the media, boys. We were trying oh, and I, I and love showing
0: the media, boys that I'm trying.
1: He's not bothered by the six cops
3: who were killed.
1: And then he and then Burt Reynolds goes, you mind if I open a window? It's starting to stink in here. Oh, my God. Uh, And then at a certain point, he like grabs his boss and like throttles him and stuff. And that's the end of him. Uh, So now he gets to be he
0: gets to finally get to see him in loser mode. Mm -hmm. It took it took eight minutes. And you know what? You know what the best part about this loser mode is? This one also takes place on Christmas. Exactly. We see Burt Reynolds as an undercover like security guard dressed he's a, as Santa he's a mall Claus. Santa. It's he amazing. Absolutely. He's a gun toting mall Santa. I, I was so Santa. delighted to find out this was also a Christmas movie. <laughs> <laughs> what, I was,
2: what a I collection. Was, I, was, I was imagining the movie that happened in between the parts of the movie I'm watching where like he also like killed some bad guys trying to knock over the mall. You know, where he's just like, just, in just in the middle of rent a cop, the movie stops. And he now he's like a gun toting mall Santa killing pups. I would love,
3: I would love, (laughs) I would love.
1: This is one of my favorite trios that we've done. I mean, they're not—they're not all like the best. It's not the best quality trio of movies, but just like <laughs> these movies, I, every time I put one of these movies on, it's like, wow.
0: Yeah. I mean, oh I'm excited God. to watch more Burt Reynolds movies. Absolutely. This, this has got me kind of pumped up. I really like his vibe. Oh, Can't yeah. wait to
1: the next Burt. Uh, Burt, whatever it is. Uh, I know why well, the Kate birds. I still know why one the caged other Burt sings. Burt and first Gordon. <laughs> but we could also do. I still know why the caged Burt sings. I we could. That's know. pretty tempting. Uh, but yes, there's there's not much to say about the plot. And this is very simple, which is one of its charms, you could say. Um, but like the, Remar is trying to finish the job with Liza. He does yep. indeed use his <laughs> hidden, his hidden uh Assassin's Creed blade to like stab her, but it, she's yep. fine. Uh, She survives that encounter. And then she keeps trying to recruit Burt Reynolds to like work with her. And he's like, I don't like you, possibly because you're a sex worker, but also just because I'm a generally uh grumpy guy. <laughs> And, and everything, every
0: time you're around, bad shit happens. I lost six, literally six good friends. Jesus Christ. He's so low key compared to how so high key and energetic she is, but it somehow it I works. think it works. it works out. I think it's really fun.
1: Um, and eventually, well, I mean, of like course, he says potato and she says potato. It's uh, <laughs> when, he, when he says jump, she says how high, which exactly. is a, a literal thing. Um, but uh, she she's back. She's there at the mall when he's being a mall Santa and he tackles a guy into a Christmas tree, which is a thing that happens in this movie. Just like
0: Keeper Sutherland and his shitty boss, who's like, I will bong you when I need you. Your is signal fuck, is five bongs, five bongs. And then let me then, tell you guys something. My signal was five bongs when I was watching this real. movie. <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't get it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. But but at one point, this this boss lady goes, I've been bonging you and bonging you <laughs> Yeah, that lady
0: sucks. Uh, uh, uh.
1: Um, And this is what Burt Reynolds at this point lies is like, OK, you got fired from your mall Santa job. Now you can come work for me. I have fifteen hundred dollars. You'd be my bodyguard. And uh, and he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do it, lady, you're bad luck. And she goes, oh, I'm bad luck and not uh, Darth Vader who blew everybody's balls off at the hotel. Earth <laughs> Vader
0: who blew everybody's balls. What off if like, what if people just talked like that? What if I just talked like that? That'd be so dumb. It would
2: be great. I think that would be great. Yeah, I don't know why you would say dumb.
0: But there's gonna be a only a dog treat in my pocket. Oh well. all right. good job. And
1: the dog ate it. There we go. That all worked out for everybody. There we go. Um and that's what go and, that's, and that's what the go movie is. Out. There's a like a yeah. little bit there's a little bit more stuff, a little more business because like the cops Well, it turns out
2: that dancer is involved with with a bunch of corrupt cops.
1: Yes. Oh, John P. Ryan is is his boss. If we didn't Mm. point out, I love John P. Ryan. Uh, He's always fun. Plays a lot of bad guys in a lot of movies of this
0: caliber. Also, the Madame or whatever you call like the head of the Dion Warwick. Dion
3: Warwick.
1: (laughs) Dion Warwick is showing you why she was not in a whole lot of movies. (laughs) <laughs> Dion Warwick's having a hard time in this, but got, but it's good to
0: see her. She gets stepped. Oh, another creepy thing <laughs> about this movie. Killed. The way that they're killing people in this movie is really scary. Yeah, it's like, <coughs> like there's usually a crowd and then they kind of walk up behind the person and just like there's You're like a blade. Them? Yeah, they have like a blade that comes that comes out of their hand like Wolverine. Uh, no, but they hold it. And then then they like, sh- yeah, shank him from behind and keep it's a, walking. It's a marathon, and so scary.
1: Marathon man blade. Or a uh, or Assassin's Creed blade that they, <laughs> they use. But Lawrence Olivier has one of those in Marathon Man, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but
0: that's that is a scary way to do it. Yeah, because then it's like what the, what happened? What got me? Who knows? Because the people just like fall. And then yeah. you're like, well, what's going on? Oh, you're bleeding everywhere. What happened? Anyways, that's how uh, Dion Warwick gets, gets got. Later yeah, on. there's a there's a plot to this movie. Technically, I we, honestly we promise. I had I te- trouble following. It. I
1: honestly do not know what they're doing.
0: They're I trying don't... to he's I mean, basically, it's just James Remar is trying to kill Liza. And Burt Reynolds is trying to stop him from killing Liza and that's that's our our structure
2: the the main the main sort of plot of of the narrative engine is that but like what the bad guys are doing is kind of like LA confidential where like there's kind of a James Cromwell character in this there's drugs like high up in the police food chain you know and he's like taking over the drug dealing
1: yeah, is that right? I I wasn't sure like what their angle. Yeah. I knew that there was just bad. It, to me, it just felt like we're the bad guys and we're gonna be bad. Uh, it
2: was and crop, you ha- corrupt you're have cops taking over the drug trade. Yeah, okay. I was
0: like, I know there's corrupt cops. There's it's like two shots of like a bunch of white powder. So there we go. I don't it's know.
1: eighty-seven, so you got to assume it's drug trade uh, related type stuff. Uh, but the, but the movie's I- indifferent to this stuff as well. It's, it's all about Burt Reynolds and Liza Minnelli being an odd couple and eventually falling into love,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> which their, their chemistry as friends is convincing their chemistry as lovers is less. So
0: yeah, this, this is not true. exactly
1: a steamy movie. Um, you, There's like some stuff hinted at that like Burt Reynolds is kind of like, you know, I don't, I don't like the fact that you're a prostitute they're they're pretty gentle towards her status as a sex worker for for 87
2: like uh she has a line that was, that was an 80s trope man the hooker with the heart of gold kind of stuff is...
1: but but not like her heart of gold but i mean the, 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 her job they're not they're not shaming her all that much for no. being a sex worker she says at one point my clients me- needed me and i needed that so in a way we both got what we wanted just like damn And yeah, so she's happy being a sex worker. And Burt Reynolds shames her for it a little bit, but eventually leaves that behind. And and then they they get on with their life, their lives. And they're going to get married, I guess, (laughs) at the end. But that's not really what we don't we're not watching this to see them like making out and getting hot and heavy. It's just them being an odd couple. Her being like, you know, dancing to his records in his house. At one point, she starts dancing around and then she almost gets shot with a sniper rifle. <laughs> and him, and him just being a grouch about it, and like, eh, hey, what are you, what are you doing? Stop it, stop that, no, nah, 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 nah. don't put that there, put that here, like that whole sort of thing. That's that's the whole movie, basically. That's why we're watching it. Uh, and that's what we get into until the ending of the movie.
2: Yeah, which is basically just a big shootout. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to remember.
0: <laughs> oh, there was uh, <laughs> at the very end. Don't they put they put a bomb in that guy's helmet?
2: Yeah. It's a he fla- well, he that's, uses flashbang cool. grenades when he <laughs> so when he does cool. his he uses flashbang grenades when he like does his ambushes. So like when he oh, kills so the cops at the beginning, he uses a flashbang. And so like yeah, Burt Reynolds puts the flashbang inside his helmet. And he's like, oh no, oh no. no and then cool. it yeah. head explodes and it's like all flames smoking coming out of his helmet. It's pretty cool.
0: And that's like the only uh end of movie note I put in my notes. <laughs> I put bomb in helmet and then I stopped. <clears throat> In
1: classic 1987 form, there's like lots of scenes where where these two silly people eat hot dogs together and then a guy gets his fucking head blown off. (laughs) That's the kind of movie we're talking about. Uh, We didn't point out that there's a character named Raj, who's a former cop. He is Clark, Clark from The Thing. Yeah, we've been talking a lot about windows from The Thing lately, but now it's Clark's turn to shine. And he's a former cop who used to be friends with Burt Reynolds. And he's, but he's like doing a mystery job now that is making him tons and tons of money. And it's sort of like, if you ever become too much of a loser, come talk to me, and we can do some unmentionable stuff. And that's Ooh. their like, Eliza knows Raj because he also like this. The sex workers are all involved in this like mis this sort of mysterious corrupt cop drug thing that's going on. So that's another part of the movie. <laughs>
0: That's so one one of the ways. Yeah, he, that he he ends up black or not blackmailing, uh, double crossing or betraying Bert, even though they used to be friends. But no, he doesn't go all the way with it, does he? Because he's supposed to kill him, and then he's like, "I can't. You're my I friend. I can't do it." Yeah, yeah, he
1: tells him in the end. Raj has a has a change of heart because deep down inside, there's some decency there, and I he probably dies. <laughs>
3: <laughs> probably I
1: don't, I don't remember either the, the plot really didn't make much of an impression on me to me it's to me I think of this movie and, and it's just Burt Reynolds and Liza Minnelli in Burt Reynolds's apartment just chatting. drinking Budweiser's <laughs> smoking <Yeah>. cigarettes
0: <clears throat> wearing getting, sweaters
1: you get that classic shit where she's like do you have anything to drink and he's like in the fridge and she's like there's only beers in here do you have anything and He's like, I drink beer Beer's good no, but I don't like beer you know that sort of shit.
0: But then by the end, she, she's like pulling out the Budweiser's and opening them for him. I feel like that happens in physical evidence, too. Everyone's just hand Bert a beer in these movies. He wanted to drink beers through the whole thing. Hand him <laughs> a beer, hand him we'll, a cold one. We'll Guy's get to that. that chair, the, one beer. of the
2: great beer moments in cinema and, <laughs> in physical evidence. <laughs> uh,
1: I'll do the movie if I can <clears throat> sit in an easy chair, drink beer. Uh, then I'll do it. And, and that's it's a good like third of the movie is Bert just in this easy chair being like, hey, shut up. <laughs> sipping a Budweiser <laughs> with his bears thing on.
3: Oh, and, Li- and,
1: and Liza will just go up to some part of his apartment and go like, oh, what's this? And be like, don't touch that. Shut up. And she's like, this is, it's a picture of him playing football. And she'd be like, oh, this is so cute. Oh, and this really funny part where she goes, here's another picture of you. This is so cute. She thinks that the pictures of him are cute. <laughs> i don't know i i, I liked her and yeah. i liked uh, i liked their relationship in it and that's that's all i really remember and then a guy yeah. gets his fucking head blown off at yeah. the end yeah that punctuates it pretty much there's a running gag through the whole thing i don't know if this made any sense to you where they where there's a, a liza keeps saying she used to be a chorus girl she used to be a dancer on broadway and people are like yeah okay oh, and she's like yeah, yeah, yeah. i used to be i was in the and then she will say the names of uh, plays that she danced in or, yeah, musicals that she danced in. And people will be like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then she'll go, yeah, I was in Flower Drum Song. And they'll go like, no, you weren't. Like everybody, <laughs> that happens three times where she says she, she says she was in Flower Drum Song and people go like, bullshit. I don't get it, but it's a thing that happens in the movie. It I also like don't know. Apparently, maybe Flower Drum Song was really good and they just don't, they don't believe that she was good enough or something. A very strange very weird moment she has a really funny line this is at the very end where uh where she kind of like gives <clears throat> like she says like that that's when uh, I went to I was at a chorus line and he goes you were in a chorus line and he's like yeah i'm standing right there right in front of the marquee
0: because she went and saw it and she wasn't actually in it, like that sort of thing. Okay, it looks like uh, Liza Minnelli was actually in the chorus of Flower Drum Song. So maybe it was like, oh, no, you weren't, even though she actually was. I don't know. It's like a literal Liza Minnelli joke. Yeah. Okay.
3: All right. Mm -hmm. Sure.
1: Boy, that that maybe made sense then. It sure
0: doesn't make sense now. I know.
3: (laughs) I
1: don't
0: even think people that that follow Broadway all that much would, would know that one. No, it looks like she was in it in 1961. So uh, like she was like 15 or 16 or something. Oh, just having a great, great life, I guess. Yeah, she had the she had the best mom. Damn,
3: dude.
0: <laughs> 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 it was tough on all of them. Yeah, it was, yeah, it, was t- it was tough for that whole family. Uh, I
1: don't know, but, you know, but Liza fucking rules. So um, yeah. we ended up getting the benefit of that, I suppose. Yeah, sure. <laughs> we have uh, uh, just one other part that I that I thought was great because we talked about it earlier? There's a part where Liza feeds Burt Reynolds something spicy, and he goes. Pff. He does the he does the Dom DeLuise wheeze. Yeah, he does like he does he does like a classic Dom DeLuise comedy wheeze. Yeah, and then and then thirty minutes later, we see a guy's get his head fucking
2: blown off. <laughs> incredible, incredible stuff here. Anybody got any lines? Uh, let me think. I don't know. The, a lot of this kind of went by in a blur for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I have your signals. Five bongs. Helga the bitch goddess shit. You already kind of covered up here. Yeah,
1: I don't think so. This is Liza. Hookers and baseball players. When their legs go, it's time to get out.
0: Mm. I mean, she's yeah. not wrong. This is one.
1: This is one when two when two cops are speculating about what Bert and Liza are doing. Uh, behind closed doors. And one of them goes, I would imagine it's position number 57. That's when the that's the one where the guy hangs by his ankles from the chandelier while the woman files her toenails.
0: Mm. What the hell is that it's even just from? Oh, that's, a, that's
2: a good one. Hey, that's not kink shame. OK, it's it's cool <laughs> for and all you 57 lovers out there. Yeah, right? That's only 57.
1: Like I would have thought that that would be like 364 or something by the time you get to that, like a, <laughs> there's, there's other stuff that you can do. I
0: don't know. (laughs) You have 363 (laughs) other things first. I will name them in order. Here Here we we go. go. No, you have to save it for the Patreon. Okay, that's for the Patreon. Travis names.
1: Travis names the 354 other paywall that shit.
2: (laughs) Uh, Ratings. Uh, This is technically not a very good movie. No, I'm going to give it three Juds. Yeah. Uh Uh, for for the just for the the bizarreness of the whole endeavor,
0: it's like this, <laughs> this
2: lackadaisical rom com mixed with this brutally violent but completely nebulous thriller. James Remar is on one. It's just it's too it's too weird to live, but too rare to die.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: so yeah, three three juds. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a Douglas for the Little Bo Peep stuff.
1: Oh, so kinky.
2: Yeah. Uh, you know, diapers and stuff like that. Uh, it's all it's all fun and games until somebody gets blown in half by an Uzi.
0: <laughs> diapers and stuff like that. <laughs> Things of that nature.
2: Yeah, <laughs> 2023. And I'm going to give it 10 out of 10 flashbang grenades in my motorcycle helmet.
0: Wow. Uh, do you want to join my new band? It's called Flashbang grenades in my motorcycle helmet. I don't play an <laughs> instrument. That's OK. We don't need him. I'll
2: get the tambo.
0: Yeah, he's going to be on tambourine.
2: Can you do this? Yeah, I think so. Got it. It's I'll experimental. Try. Can I wear the diaper? Of course. Of course. He's the diaper guy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They call he, it. Uh,
2: De- a depot baby. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God, <laughs> he's going to be. Matt's going to be like the guy from Mighty Mighty
0: Boss Tones who skanks, except he's going to have a diaper. Oh, my God. Stop. I different. hate I hate the images that are happening in my brain. And I can't stop them. You
2: always bring this on yourself too. Like this <laughs> happens every time. I
0: know. I punish you don't myself know your own power. I and I don't podcast. feel bad for you. I'm sorry. I chose this life. I, yeah. I'm living it now. You bought your tickets. You knew what you were getting into. <laughs> I
1: say letter crash. Um. I'm going to give it, I got to give it three. It's not, it's not good, but boy, like you said, like Matt said, lackadaisically, like pleasingly lackadaisical boy, just let this movie kind of wash over you. You'll be surprised. Yeah. At, you'll be surprised at the violence that punctuates, punctuates it. You, you'll enjoy Liza being Liza uh, and pinging off of uh, pinging bonging off of Burt Reynolds, like, bonging off of Burt Reynolds. It's, it's fun. It's not good. It's, but it's wild. Uh, and it's not long. I think that this one is like an hour 36 and you're like, boom.
2: None of these movies were long at all. Heat was the longest one and it's like Heat's an hour 42 hour,
1: hour 40 is it gets into the hour 40s. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Considering that this movie was, this, this is one of those weird ones where it was just like a notorious flop at the time. I mean, like I said, it was winning Razzies and shit. And, uh, and it was both people were just knives out for both Bert and Liza. And then you watch it now and you're like, it's fine. What are you talking about? Yeah. Fuck you. I'm going to give it zero Douglas's. I mean, just the idea of the way the way that she's dressed and presented the idea of Liza playing a sex worker in this movie is very funny. It's like the closest you can come to portraying a sex worker in a G in a G rated like fashion.
3: Mm. It's
1: pretty wild. Like she'll she'll be like doing her sex work in a in a full outfit. (laughs) 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 time for sex.
2: Okay. Uh, that's the one thing I want Liza Minnelli <laughs> to say to me, too.
1: Time for sex. Time, Time for, for sex, honey. All right. Bedtime. Uh, and then uh, I'm going to give it 10 out of 10. Uh, Santa's crashing, tackling people into Christmas trees.
0: Perfect. <laughs> Incredible. Okay. I'm going to give it three Juds. Uh, as like weird as this movie was, I mean, and not weird in like the cool way that Heat was, just kind of weird in like uh, way. Um, I had a good time watching it. It was it was really fun, like we said, to watch Bert and Liza kind of play off each other and just to see that they're having a good time. Also, I really just loved her wacky fashion in this. Um, and yeah, and also yeah, James Remar was really creepy, effectively creepy as dancer. Um, I'm going to give it zero Douglas's because it was, yeah, it was very PG. It was very safe. And I'm going to give it five bongs. Hell yeah. <laughs> I love that. I've been yes. bonging you and bonging you. <laughs> I kept
2: bonging and
0: bonging at him.
1: <laughs> uh, well, we'll see how many bongs this next one gets. Uh, mm. It's, <laughs> I have it just as fizzed. ed. But it is <laughs> physical evidence from 1989. From the producer of The
3: Jagged Edge. I want it from Ritter. Bert Reynolds is the suspect.
0: See you in court, Mr. Nix.
3: Teresa Russell is his lawyer.
0: I won't hear now by if we find out who did it. Right now, you are the prime suspect.
3: What they need is physical evidence. The Big
1: Easy's Ned Beatty. Emmy Award winner Kay Lenz and Ted McGinley of TV's Dynasty. Co-star in this top action thriller directed by Michael Crichton. Having trouble with
3: your garbage, Joey? Joe Paris is a good cop with a bad temper.
1: Well, look has been. I didn't throw my partner through a plate glass window trying to protect some beaner in the act of committing a felony.
3: Jenny Hudson is a public defender with a personal agenda. My tail's going to be in
1: a crack for not putting one of the old pros on this.
0: I am better than one of your old pros. This is a big time,
2: little girl. You won in high mistakes you got them together they must follow the leads Directly. this this movie was like considered a real shit bag when it came out like it, it, it was just people just hated it and kind of rightly so it's very bad it's i don't hate it though but the i cover, found it amuse, I found it amusingly terrible
0: the yeah. cover of this movie at least the one i saw on letterbox is so dumb it's like <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh Teresa russell like in her like w- like Professional woman uniform, just kind of like leaning in, and then it's like a black and white like drawing of Burt Reynolds like smoking a cigarette with like the the plumes of smoke, like very noirish. And wow. I'm like, this this movie is not that cool. It's truly <laughs> yeah, really not. not. He's not that cool. He's, he's not some like noir detective, and she's, she's no femme fatale. He's the. I think he's at his peak of loserdom in this movie. Oh, yeah. he, Absolutely. he is such
1: a loser. He is. But, but of course, there's a reason for it. But he he does wake up in this like uh, uh, hung over or like what seems like hungover. Um, but he's even bleeding like his forehead's bleeding. But it turns out that that's because uh, some well, the plot happened. But
0: we'll get into it. Uh, I'm already tired. This plot is kind of <laughs> like they try to put a lot in there and it's just
2: uh. has a has a great opening scene. We, we they, haven't mentioned yet that this is directed by Michael Crichton. First of all, oh, that's right, uh, like, now, Michael Crichton. Some fun, some fun history for you, for suspense kills longtime listeners. Uh, this movie was written as a sequel to The Jagged Edge. Wow! wow. Wait, what's the jagged edge? How do you Close. how do you do a sequel to Jagged Edge? Well, the edge had jaggeds on it. Bring the bring the jagged edge back. Yeah. Um, and so, but then that that didn't end up happening that way. So it was rewritten as a totally different character. But what? the Teresa Russell character was supposed to be Glenn Close. Oh my mm. God, that is wild. Um, and that's too bad in a way because boy if there was ever a bad performance in a movie we've covered it's Teresa
0: russell and i movie. was she so is astonishingly bad in it because <laughs> i haven't seen her in a lot of stuff but yeah. i i, and I recently, like her a lot yeah. recently i saw her in a uh, straight time that i watched for the first time mm-hmm. and i absolutely loved her in it and so when i saw she was in this i was like oh sweet like i'll get to see her do a cool thing she's, she's great just, black she's widow she's just yeah reading. black widow she's straight up just reading lines like, oh, yeah. It's it's astonishing. Like, I don't even
2: know what's going on.
0: No,
1: I don't know what the story is, but I suspect that she was on the other end of the spectrum with Burt Reynolds, too, that like they did. Oh, not, yeah. I'm, I'm just guessing that they did not
2: get along I mean, as they famously. Did not,
0: they did not have chemistry in this. No, 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 I, no, I couldn't find any
2: corroborating evidence for that, but uh, it's possible.
0: Yeah, why is
1: why did Mike why is Michael Crichton directing this movie? Like
2: he directed a most, bunch of movies.
1: I know, but m- most of his Michael Crichton movies have like a sort of connected, like a sort of sciency angle. Yeah, this is this is only one
2: of two that he did that he directed that weren't science fiction. That was the other one yeah. was Great Train Robbery.
1: Great Train Robbery, but but that is yeah. at least based on his a book that he wrote, it's like
2: yeah, and, uh, and you know, and, and most of his movies that he directed I, I like, <laughs> you know, he's like, fine. Westworld's good. Runaway is a lot of fun. That's a silly movie. Coma.
1: Coma's great. Yeah.
2: Looker. If you're from Looker. With the, the weird ass movie Looker. Yeah, <laughs> Looker's something. Yeah, it's got a great theme song.
1: Yeah, it really does. Oh, speaking of theme songs, the mu- uh, the person who did the music to this movie, a Good little Henry guy. Henry Mancini. Henry Mancini. And I promised you that we would end up in a, the appropriate city. And I think you'll uh, agree that Boston
2: is the perfect way to yes, end this trilogy are. of movies. Montreal doubling for Boston.
1: Yeah, it is. Boston is a nondescript, I mean wonderful city, I'm sure, but if you see the skyline of Boston, you're mm-hmm. like, What's that? Yeah. You don't know. You don't know
0: what it is. Yeah, I don't think I
2: can. It's could funny tell, too, because yeah. it opens on a skyline shot later on and you're like, Where what where, where, where is this taking place? Oh, oh Boston. Okay, <laughs> oh, that
1: place with it. four buildings. Yeah. <laughs> got it. Uh and um, his and Joe and um his name, Burt Reynolds' name is Joe Paris.
2: Joe Paris. That's
0: Paris, a good name. That's a good. Name. Boston.
1: It's a great name. And uh, uh
2: This movie has a terrific opening scene. But the opening
1: scene is the best part of the movie by far.
2: And so, like, I'm wondering where this is going right away. Because, like, this guy pulls off on a bridge. He pulls over. He gets out, goes to the trunk, pulls out a big noose. He's got and a, a long s- lead and a sign that says
0: happy now, with a happy question mark. now? Mm-hmm.
2: This,
0: this man has a plan. He's, he's, he's going he's, out and he's making people feel bad about he it. He is definitely <laughs> mad at his ex-wife. Uh,
3: and
2: and he gets down under the bridge and starts to set up his hole. He puts the sign around his, uh, his neck. He, he gets ready to jump off the bridge and snap his own neck when he sees a uh, pair of legs dangling from under the bridge
0: and then he tries to lasso it yeah, naturally with his he, noose he doesn't just try he succeeds no, in lassoing succeeds. this foot that he sees hanging over the edge yep. yeah he but just, it doesn't he go too him. well
2: for him though because like he, <laughs> things get worse the, the body falls he, he and he grabs onto the to the dead body it's a dude who's been slit from ear to ears oh huge, yeah gaping oh, neck pez, the,
1: pez dispenser and then imagine they f- they
2: fall off the bridge and this the noose grabs the the, <laughs> the not dead guy by the leg and and somehow his leg is not ripped from his body seriously as he that snaps was the 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 length of the rope at the end and they're and he's just... just like help me yeah <laughs> boy things go
1: from bad to worse for this guy he is <laughs> he is now suspended under this bridge like tied together with a disgusting like 3 day old corpse just swinging back and forth and, and he's, he's just not how he really pictured his day he's not dead and he's going ah like I was watching I was watching this with my headphones on. And Corey was like, what are you watching? Just because there's so much of this guy screaming. Corey could hear like across the <laughs> room from my head. I like
2: I like how he goes from help me help to just. Ah. He's just he's just screaming and screaming.
1: And I was and like it, and Corey Corey was like, what are you watching? And I was like and I turned around. And I was like, I think we got ourselves a winner here. <laughs> I, I, I was wrong, yeah. but, the, but, but the opening scene really makes you think that you're that you got you got something here. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, that's like, oh, sure. physical evidence.
0: OK, here we go. So yeah, wait, have you man. guys had you guys seen this at all before? This is first time for I'm all of
2: us. Pretty sure I saw this when it first came out on video yeah. or on cable for- or something. Forgot it. Yeah. You know, forgot it. Yeah. It's like it's not really pay attention toable. <laughs> uh, especially when, you know, I was I must have been like 12 or something. So I was like, well, this is very good.
1: absolutely this would be unwatchable for a 12 for 12 year old in the 90s. Uh, as as
2: a 44 year old idiot now
1: it's like some (laughs) it's almost gold i don't know it's it's stuff like at at its best it's
2: stuff like the the opening scene where you're just like i can't believe i just saw that i was uh i was really really taken by the Crichton-ish attempts at social commentary about like women in the workplace and stuff when i heard Uh, michael Crichton directing a movie called physical evidence i was like oh is this gonna have some like dna shit in it or like some weird science angle that's going to exonerate but run in the crime. Nah, no, nah, it's just a no. really run of the mill potboiler about a guy who's framed by some gangsters. And then there's this other stuff that runs through it about how, like, Teresa Russell isn't taken seriously at work or by her loudish fiance.
0: And that all fucking falls flat because her performance is so, is so bad. dry yeah, yeah. and so dumb. She's like, I think women should have more rights and I'm an attorney and you need to take me seriously because women need to be equal, blah, blah. And you're like, what All are right, you doing? sit down, sister. What are you doing? Take a nap. Like, yeah, shut your yap.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <Like>, uh, <laughs> I,
2: en- I did enjoy how bad that is for her in the scene where like, she's trying to convince her boss at the public defender's office to give her the case. Uh, for to bending burt reynolds and like all the other dude lawyers are like eh, this broad give it to the broad she thinks she can do a lawyer's job and she's like i am a good lawyer and you didn't give me the
0: right job oh come on like and it's weird because <laughs> watching it's like, like she's you guys can't the Teresa russell bot yeah you guys can't see my face but like when she like raises her voice or whatever her face like doesn't move she's like <laughs> she's like Come on, I think we're going to really do this. Like, huh? like she just like raises her voice. No facial expressions move. I had to check like multiple times that it was the same Teresa Russell that I had liked in like the yeah. other couple movies that I would seen her in. It's just not,
1: like, it, it, she's not good in it, but it's just not good casting because she does an ice queen sort of thing. And you'd need someone who's a little bit more I don't passionate, know, passionate, can can seem doesn't seem kind of like cold. And like when she's at her best, she's cold and at her remove, but it works for the character. Right, and like an
2: impulse or something like that.
1: Absolutely. Obviously, Black Widow's the the, the quintessential. Um yeah. but but she's but been which, bad in other
2: movies. Like she's I don't know if you've seen whore, but that whore? is fucking terrible. And yeah. she's bad in it.
1: You better believe I watched Whore when I was thirteen or fourteen, <laughs> yeah. thinking well, it was gonna is, be a different kind <laughs> of movie is than it is. Not what
2: you wanted. Nope. And it's also quite bad.
0: It's terrible. Uh but uh, <laughs> she's yeah, this movie not great in uh, this. a few things like this movie did have some funny corny lines in it, though, at least and oh, we'll, yeah. we'll get to those. Well, when she's, there's,
2: a, there's a part where she's like, be nice, Mr. Paris, your ass is in my hands. And it's like you could have tried to say that a li- with a little bit of like emotion.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Burt Reynolds has some qu- some classic Burt Reynolds rejoinders in this, though. Is at one point. So like the cops show up at his at his apartment and they already the fixes in. Someone's trying to frame him for the murder yeah. of this guy. And he doesn't remember where he was
2: last night. Yes. Or or at, at least, least whole, claims not to.
1: That's the whole plot of the movie is unraveling. Like what happened
0: this night before? Uh, yeah, but he's a drunk. So sometimes just, he blacks out. And so that makes him an unreal, you know. And he 100%. suspended because
2: he threw his partner through a play class window.
0: Yes,
1: very similar to cop where like he, yeah, because he cares so much, uh, he he pissed off the the up the higher ups, because he's a loose cannon, or no, because he plays by his own rules. He's more of a plays by his own rules, but also can be a loose cannon, as well. Uh, but he's <laughs> like, but he's getting in a, a, a fight about some prior stuff, um, with a, an asshole cop. This is in his apartment. And then uh, he goes he's he's talking about how this guy like used excessive force against a dude. And he goes, well, he had a rap sheet longer than my dick. Mm. Burt Reynolds goes, never been arrested. Never huh? been arrested. I mean, Love it. Love <laughs> it's funny <laughs> too, that when, he said,
2: when he said that line, when he goes, I've got a rap sheet longer than my dick. I was like, let's go. What is it? What's it
3: gonna be? <laughs> you set
1: him up. That's like a, that's just the classic. Don't set. Don't
2: set someone up that easily. He pitched it right over the plate at him. It was beautiful. <laughs>
1: It's like that it's like that guy in Die Hard 2 is like, hey, man, what do I look like to you? Like, oh, man,
2: yeah, now, now he's going to say something cool and kill you. That was kind of what I was talking about earlier with the Burt Reynolds insults, where it's like, they're not really good. It's just like <laughs> <laughs> you smell like poop. Well, you, know? <laughs> you must have a tiny dick. While
1: we're on the subject, there's uh, just this is a little bit later in the movie, but there's some Tufts trying to scare him and they're sitting on his car. And he's like, get oh, he's
0: like oh, my God. yep, like, this get is up, another get one off, I wrote
1: down, get off my car. And he's like, now, nah, why do you want me to get off your car or whatever? And he goes, I'm afraid you might fart and the garlic would peel the paint. <laughs> I, I want to go back and say that line again so we can parse every word.
3: <laughs> I'm a, I'm afraid
1: you might fart and the garlic would peel the paint.
2: The garlic. That is, that is 100% up there with uh she's fucking me so much. My sperm count's so low, I have to oh sit down to piss. Uh, you're, I was just like, uh, what? Beg pardon? <laughs> <The>
1: fuck. <laughs> it's just, some guy should react and go like, hey, hey well, I, I'm what? trying to decide what? if I should be mad. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, really, I don't know if I fully get it. Like the garlic cut came through my butt in the fart. <laughs> the garlic in the fart. Is that
2: it? I mean, like I'm in Delaware's laughing mode. That's too funny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I can't do that too much. So I'm going to pass out. Uh, <laughs> That's what killed Delois. But yeah. Oh, and we like, we, like you said, Crichton's doing a lot of like political stuff in there. But it might surprise you. It's earlier in Crichton's life and career. It's more center left, and he would yeah, become yeah, before
2: he went full on. Like he would become uh, more of a reactionary is fake kind yeah. of stuff. He oh. was a full on reactionary prick towards the
1: end of his life. Yeah. Uh, but Burt Reynolds' character is described as a liberal cop.
3: Mm Hmm.
1: And and then at one point, um, Burt Reynolds is talking about his case, the case against him, and he calls it a trickle down case like Mm -hmm. mine in reference to Reaganomics.
2: There's even a part in that in that scene in his apartment at the beginning where one of the other cops uses a racial slur against Latino people. And he's he doesn't react kindly to that either.
1: He's the yes, in a deliberate attempt to to make him seem like a bad guy. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, So it's it. I would describe the politics of this movie as is left of center. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm It's pretty
1: weird, like deliberately so. Very strange, nineteen eighty nine. Um, I don't know what what <laughs> Burt Reynolds' politics were. Probably non-existent is is my guess. He seems like he me as probably were,
0: a
2: center right guy. Just center me a right. Beer,
0: you know, we're, <sighs> man. I just want a beer. <laughs> just give yes. me a beer.
2: What kind of cars this guy drive? <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. Now the hat's
2: funny.
1: Uh, yeah, that that's funny. Um, but that's the whole that's the whole movie is yeah. um Teresa Teresa Russell uh is trying to defend this guy who is a bit making it very hard to defend him because because of his manly uh stoic uh, honor he is not saying everything in the story to protect someone yeah uh who who could give him an alibi
2: and also and, there i mean the, the guy that he's accused of murdering is like the, like the world's dirtiest cop
1: yes and every,
2: there's like many many people that have a reason to want to kill this guy
1: Um, Harley had this reverse Midas touch. Everything he touched turned to shit.
2: Yeah. Um, And the, the movie doesn't have do a very good job of like, really, it doesn't have any narrative momentum. Like it just keeps introducing new red herring characters. And then it turns out one of them did it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this movie isn't very good at all. I didn't even make very many notes. Like also, Teresa Russell has this fiance. That's kind of a douchebag, but he's not like bad. Ted McGinley. It's weird because he
2: gets <laughs> he gets progressively worse as the movie goes
0: on. But, but he's not like a villain. Like,
2: yeah. At the beginning, he seems like kind of a nice guy. He seems yeah, perfectly he, nice. And, and then you just realize he's just
0: kind of like a douchebag. The first, and then it's like, well, OK. The
1: first scene with him. And, and by the way, this is Ted McGinley. He is Marcy's second husband on Married yes. with Children.
2: For a while, I used to refer to this guy as the show killer because if he ever turned up on a television show it got canceled <laughs> oh no it's like him and jason gedrick
1: but he's well he's well cast in this. I mean, he looks the part of like a of yeah, yuppie, yuppie scum, scum. He's but like an 80s guy from Futurama. But in the first scene, he's very friendly. He's like, hi, honey, how's the job going? Oh, OK, well, yeah,
2: have a good night. And I score this year or this today. And so I bought a boat and I got you a cell phone. I'm going to get to communicate enough. <laughs> yeah. Come get in the hot tub with me. They
1: keep they he, refer to nice. Nice. it as,
0: as a cellular phone. Like, yeah, yeah probably, he, he it's really funny. He was mad that she didn't come home because he got her Chinese food and just wanted to hang out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and in her
2: in her defense, though, like when he got mad about that, he really got. Yeah, he, he, was, out. he was, it was not cool. No, yeah. no, 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 Like no. He throws food at her and stuff.
0: Yeah, this guy is a fucking asshole. At the end, he calls her says she's becoming mannish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, full villain
1: turn. But in the first scene, it's not even implied. Yeah, he's just, he just seems friendly. And then the next scene, he's like, I don't
2: like you doing this job. You're like, oh, shit. Well, I guess we don't like him. And that's also supposed to pave the way for some possible romantic stuff between her and Burt Reynolds, which does not work Ooh. at all.
1: you thought that him and Liza were unconvincing, wait till oh, you see boy. physical evidence.
0: Wow. Boy, oh there is no physical evidence Hello. that they will
3: fuck.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's true. If you're going to test that evidence, you're going
2: to need some chemistry, but we don't have any. Hey. A- and so forth, et <laughs>
0: Yeah,
2: uh, So it just keeps yeah. introducing a bunch of random guys. There's a well, there's a whole subplot where he's trying to protect a woman who's married to this mob boss. Oh, that guy sucks. Who's like an incredibly violent guy. And like they're not sleeping together or anything. But uh, if if the mob guy finds out she's been hanging out with any other
0: dudes, are they not sleeping together? I thought it was implied that they probably were sleeping together. Were they? I don't know. And then there's that they were like talking and he like put his hand on her face. They might have just been really good friends, I guess. But maybe I was just looking for something more. I was like, well, maybe they're fucking I don't know.
2: (laughs) But like that woman can't testify because if she does, the mob boss husband will find
0: out about it and kill her. Yeah, she almost does. And then they brought in her husband. And so she ends
2: up she got spooked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the there's a bartender with a fake
0: alibi because he owes Burt Reynolds a favor. That bartender smashes a cockroach with his bare hand. Yeah. <laughs> Gross. What a nasty. A, that was like the most exciting part of the movie. There's
2: another dirty cop who uh, who keeps uh, popping in and out of the story, uh, who also kills some people. Oh, yeah. and
1: And this dirty cop is played by the gentleman who is the salesman in Total Recall.
2: Yes. Yes, he is.
1: That was killing me. I was like, hey, this nobody has ever looked more familiar to me than this guy, but from where?
2: Yeah.
1: And then and then I looked up, looked him up and it said total recall. And I was like, Total recall.
2: Yep.
1: And then I and then I had to look up a picture of him in Total Recall. And it's like, Doug, you're gonna love this. You don't want to go to Mars, Doug. Yeah, you yeah. wanna go to this or that? It's the fucking rule. He rules in Total Recall. He rules in Total Recall. Yeah, he's great in that. He's um, a dirty cop in this. He's a dirty uh, cop in this. After this, kinda, movie. he kind of gets redeemed at the end. Yes, he kind of like. You
2: know, does some honorable stuff at the very end. Like and I won't go that
1: far, sort yeah. of stuff.
2: And the case ends up hinging on some uh, some tapes, some audio recordings, because the dirty cop who got murdered taped everything. Mm-hmm. And so there's a whole back and forth about trying to get a hold of the tapes. And that's the physical evidence. That is the physical evidence of the title. Yeah, this
1: is half courtroom drama. This movie.
2: Yeah. Like it it could easily be an odor
1: in
0: the court. Our our second to last episode. Honestly, I'm so sick of cops and court. So I'm I'm happy that hopefully. We'll, be we'll take a break
2: from all that, that, that
0: shit for a while. I think. Yeah. <laughs> you never know
1: when you never know when court's gonna come back
0: into a movie that's, like
2: this. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: do we did we point out who the opposing uh lawyer is? It's, it's Mr. Good. Nedrick
2: Beatty. Ned motherfucking Beatty, who was given maybe the only good performance in this movie, just because like he did not try very hard,
1: as has happened so many times before. Yeah. Uh, but Ned Beatty back together with Burt Reynolds. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Isn't that nice? Yeah. I, I like uh, Ned it. Beatty all of his scenes like he's he's really good in it like there's all the scenes where he's basically trying to talk harissa russell into like copping a plea for him and stuff like that being kind of a sexist but he's also like not he's not like duplicitous he's not trying to fuck her over he's just like look you don't you are not going to be able to take me on this in this case he believes that to be true and he's just like constantly like Negging her sort of you know and
0: for a while she doesn't even know if burt Reynolds is telling the truth She's like well, maybe
2: he's guilty because they got a lot of, you know Evidence that suggests that he did it Which is weird because she
0: doesn't she doesn't sell it like the We keep talking about how bad she is in this but it's like she doesn't sell it either way I'm like well Are you passionate about like him being (laughs) innocent or are you like trying to say he's guilty and like trying to get him off? Anyways, like I just Nothing was believable what she did.
2: I think the movie is trying to make a suggestion that like it's I think it's trying to make you wonder if he is, in fact, guilty and that she is ignoring all of the available circumstantial evidence to suggest his guilt because she is ambitious,
0: I guess, but I didn't give a shit. Right, you don't. It doesn't <laughs> fucking matter. Yeah. The movie, yeah, keeps trying
1: to give you different angles as to what drives Teresa Russell, and it and it's and it's it none of it's convincing. And it, yeah, <laughs> and it doesn't really. Yeah, yeah none seems, of it lands. Batteries. Uh, you're like that's well, wait, wasting a lot of time. To the to the movie's credit, um, Ned Beatty is is just like doing his job the way a lawyer would would do his job in this. Yeah, he's not like, like a slimebag. The the judge is also like very fair. Yeah. The judge is very fair and sober minded. They didn't get like a character to be the judge who's like, and now I'm doing some crazy judge. He's always seems to be like, yeah, this is, this makes sense. You know, he's being very. I really like the, the line. part where Ned
2: Beatty is like, brings up uh Burt Reynolds, uh military record. And he's like, <laughs> he was trained to garrote people. It's just like how he killed the, 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 the murder, the murder victim. And, uh, and he's, the judge is like, you really want to bring up his military
0: service? So he, he, he a, goes, a war. Hero. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, do you want to you want to let everyone know he's a war hero? <laughs> and, take, and He
1: just goes, take this away. Take this away from me.
0: Uh, I other, love that the, because I was like, this is going to, you know, factor into it being a conflict. And he's just like, this man's a war hero. It's
1: implied that the judge also was was uh, in the war. <laughs> yeah. It was a military person who was in a war. And he's just sort of like, He's like, this guy's job in Vietnam was to cut. By the way, that's a fucking amazing detail that he was a specialty was garroting people in Vietnam. Well,
2: they specifically also- mentioned that he worked for Operation Phoenix, which is a notorious <laughs> CIA program of clandestine assassinations carried out by the United States. All garrotings. <laughs> it's, it's super illegal. It's like it should never have happened. But it's, but it's <laughs> pretty funny. Among many things in that war that shouldn't have happened, this is a really bad one.
1: But it's pretty cool. Like the the, ju- the the guy's going like he was he was cutting people's throats in Vietnam. And the judge is like, you ever fight in the war? And he's no. And he's like, get this fucking shit out of here. It's really uh, funny. It pretty cool. He was his specialty was garroting in Vietnam. Now, that would I would have liked to have seen an
2: incredibly deadly guy. I would love to have
1: seen Nor a prequel to this. No, oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Uh,
1: but so it's just the, the it's this movie is courtroom scenes and then. Bert and Teresa go and like find some more evidence. Courtroom scenes. Yeah. Then they go and find some more evidence. It's and then Teresa and Russell
0: just like slowly moving out of her house once her and her <laughs> douchebag boyfriend break yeah. up.
1: Uh there's a, a really like this is again back to um Bert Reynolds just just owning people. Bert Reynolds likes to make fun of Teresa Russell's boyfriend for being a yuppie,
3: <laughs> a yuppie
1: yeah. scum. So like they're at, his, they're at her house. And uh, and, he, and there's some sexual, supposedly some sexual tension between Bert and her. And then the husband shows up. He's like, hey, what's going on here? And Bert says, this must be his Gucci-ness. Oh, my God. And then, and then a, a cop goes like, what what seems to be the problem here? And then and, and this is Bert referring to the boyfriend. He goes, the mink on his jock strap is molding. You want to you look check into that out? <laughs> and then the guy's like, well, I'm out of here. And Bert goes, why don't you go dry yourself a bath? Who wrote this movie? You fucking bath
2: taking (laughs) yuppie. I like how during all that scene, like the cops are there. They're doing this whole search warrant thing. They're they've got more evidence on Burt Reynolds. He should be worried about that. But he's more interested in just going like you little yuppie scum. He just hates him so much. Go take a bath. Ted McGinnis keeps going. I want to file a complaint. Why don't you go use some soap? Piece (laughs) of shit. (laughs) Jesus. Oh, man. Womanish. And then the whole thing hinges on a, a, a double cross sort of at the end where, like, this guy calls Teresa Russell out of nowhere, scolar, mm-hmm. and he's a he's a jailhouse stool pigeon. Oh, yeah. Who's got a reputation for just making shit up. And he wants to cut a deal because he says he's got some exculpatory evidence for Burt Reynolds. And it turns out he's telling the truth mm-hmm. because whoever's behind all this actually has him uh, garroted in prison. Yeah, you better um, believe he gets garroted. Yeah. And at that point in the movie, I'm like, well, there's only one character in this rogues gallery of possible red herrings that would be able to put out a prison hit. And it's the mob guy. Yeah. Who, and it's not even the mob guy that's married to Kay Lenz, the exculpatory witness. It's another mob guy. We've met and him once before. We met him once and he's like got a trophy wife.
1: It's Norton, something Norton. Yeah.
2: And and I believe I believe he's married. Well, somebody's married to Lori Holden, too, is in this. Anyway, <laughs> somebody's married to Lori Holden. Yeah, it's Ray Liotta's Someone's wife. Someone's got to be. Uh, but uh, yeah. It's, and then like that guy turns out to be the bad guy. And there's a sort of a scene at the end where he's running around shooting a bunch of people and. That's the
1: end. We need to have a, like a shorthand term for the, when this happens because we've talked about it a lot. But it's when uh, there's a movie like this where it's like, who is it? Who's the p- person killing it? And then it's just some guy. Some guy. Yeah. It's just they know, stand they're that. just like, I don't know. It's, it's that guy. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, I remember him.
2: And, and there's, no, there's no plot. It's like he wanted to get rid of this guy out of the way. And he hated Burt Reynolds. So he's like two Burt's, one stone. That's, that's your whole. That's your whole movie. Yeah. It was just like this guy.
1: <laughs> hey, he didn't like him and uh you know we don't know much about him he's
2: an asshole he's a bad guy those things like i was watching it kind of going like i don't know maybe this would be better if Crichton had taken a pass at the script maybe because i feel like he would have at least made it tie it together a little bit better you know i mean he's not a great writer but he had a pretty good knack for like a speedy narrative you know what i mean yeah put
1: some of your class your patented junk science into this Crichton. come on
2: exactly yeah, the or physical
0: basically. evidence of it
1: all wasn't that impressive. It's yeah. it's a weird title for, for I me. Mean, like, I guess it's just like a, a generic title, just like the bad guy is the generic bad guy. Just are like, I don't know, it's that guy. And, and the title yeah. is like, I don't know, physical evidence.
0: Or at least if you're going to call it physical evidence, like have some more like steamy sex or something in it. But it's like Ooh, this yeah, movie was yeah. not this movie was not horny at all. No. I want to see Burt fucking. Oh, God. This movie was
1: completely not horny. no. no neither one of them had it had it in them. <laughs> Just
0: they were to say, tired, to say the least. They, they, they look tired. Both,
2: they both look tired.
0: Like honestly, Teresa Russell needed a nap. That might have helped her performance. They were both mm-hmm. training.
1: To, they were both training to run a marathon during the the the, the <laughs> shooting of this movie, and they would go do a half marathon and then shoot for nine hours. I mean, they're drained. Shoot uh, for
0: nine hours. Drink nine Budweisers. Train
1: <laughs> only nine. I'm going nine easy at nine. nine Budweiser today. Um, there's a part in it where uh Ter- like Teresa's starting to reject her her fiance's yuppiness at this point, and she starts talking shit about the junk bonds that he sells. He sells yeah. double B bonds because he's a because he's a he's white a collar guy. criminal. They he's try, a yuppie. Because this movie's a little bit on the left left-hand side. They're they're going against like corporate criminals and shit like that. And he's and she's like, You're a criminal, just like any of the other criminals. Uh, but you never you never uh, pay for it because a battalion of corporate lawyers keeps you immoral pricks out of jail.
2: He doesn't like that at all. He seems genuinely stung by that. Oh, that really. (laughs) And she calls him junk
0: bonds and he goes, junk. And he goes, these bonds are these bonds are shit. And he goes, shit. I mean, he's believably (laughs) dumb enough not to know what he's doing is illegal, though. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. And then she and then he says to,
1: he says to her, I, you think you're morally superior to me? And then she goes, I think everyone is morally superior to you, Kyle. She's and real. it's like, well,
0: I don't know if the relationship can recover from that. Yep. Yeah, it was one of those That's things where I, where I was like, you know, you see this and then you're like, you wonder how they got together. And like if if they yeah. ever if they ever had something real, because this is what I'm thinking about watching this movie, because the movie gives me nothing. So I'm like imagining other shit. Right, <laughs> your, your mind is wandering into a better movie that you're yeah, making up at the right. same time. Right, exactly. Some nightmarish story.
2: relationship drama between yeah. this robot woman and her idiot, yummy <laughs> I'm husband. I'm like, what happened uh, to them? Maybe that's why she's so robotic in it, because she's just got PTSD from hanging out with because him all the time, of life such, a, out her. such a drip.
0: <laughs> like they used to have cute nights where they ate Chinese food together and like were yeah. in the hot tub, but now it's just like shitty. Yeah. yeah. It sucks, but yeah, uh, i want we, chinese food in a hot tub that sounds good i just yes. want chinese food right now anyway that sounds yummy oh my yeah. god I'll get some tonight. i'm going to get some after this maybe <laughs> oh let's Woo-hoo! all eat chinese food tonight field
2: trip hell yeah
1: um we do we do need to point out that at the end uh t- teresa russell blows away the bad guy and not yes. bert uh bert has been like shot and he's like lying in the street and then the the rest of it is all up to teresa russell and she's like it's in a stairway
2: she's yeah, got there's a really gun. funny bit where they fall down the stairs and she's in a skirt and you can tell that she's wearing knee pads but
1: yeah because she has to drag herself <laughs> down the stairs and it's her doing her own stunt and it's like mm, nope that's, that's something she's doing something here yeah. good for her uh but then she blasts, she blasts him and and it's and kind of weird where he like he's been shot and he's dying but he falls he's onto like her and his face like her. slides down. Oh, I hated that. His face like slides down across her boobs on his way down. And you're like, geez, what? just copping a feel uh, on the way. Out. If we needed to have that at the end. Copping uh, a feel on his way out. And then she goes out and Burt Reynolds. <laughs> One goes, to go, please. Burt Reynolds.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a box for this? <laughs>
1: Uh, oh, she boy. goes out. She goes outside and Burt Reynolds is lying in the street. He's shot, but he's not dead. And he's like looking at her. And she goes, Jesus, Joe, can't you do anything right? The end. <laughs> yep. Oh,
0: yeah. That it, it, yeah, that is it it the end.
1: It goes out on that pretty well. Wild. At least it's over. And uh, <laughs> put it put it out of its misery. Yeah. I did want to point out
0: one. out. I actually liked this
2: less talking about it. Me too. Yeah, it's like it went down half a star. Yeah, like it, went, it, it, it tasted fine when I was watching it. But now I'm mad
0: <laughs> But coming out's a different story
2: it
1: gets a full star and it'll I'll never retract the one full star that I give it for that opening scene. Uh, yeah, tr- truly yeah, amazing yeah. stuff, but not enough crazy shit like that. Um, there is a, a part in it that I thought was funny or uh, just like Ned Beatty has been it se- seemed to be a pretty textbook, you know, good lawyer, at least a formidable, uh, uh, formidable opponent for Teresa Russell. And at a certain point, he puts this guy on the stand who is going to testify to say that Burt Reynolds used to say that he wished Mr. Farley, the dead body, uh, would like maybe not be around anymore later on. And this is the whole purpose of this uh, of this witness is he's going to go, yeah, I heard him one time say, uh, I don't like that, Mr. Farley. And if he died, that would be fine with me. And then uh, (laughs) and then Teresa Russell goes like, "Uh, have you ever heard anybody else say that about him? <laughs> Have you ever heard anyone else say they wished Mr. Farley was dead? And he goes, Uh, yeah. Pretty much everybody, everybody. It was terrible. Have you ever said it yourself? Yeah, I used to say it all the time too. He was a repulsive human being. He was the worst. He deserved it. He definitely deserved to it. die. It's just like a real <laughs> <laughs> that baby did not do his due diligence on this guy. It's pretty incredible. It reminds me of that part uh in The Simpsons where he's like, who here also wants to kill Selma <laughs> Bouffier and everyone? Be honest. Be no. honest.
2: <laughs> this is ridiculous. Um, anybody else got any lines? Uh there's one, there's a really good one when uh they're kind of like having a moment where maybe they're gonna kiss and uh and she goes, No way, Jose. And he goes, I'm not Jose.
0: Oh my god. That
2: is that is <laughs> I hope that happens to me one day. <laughs> I'm not Jose.
0: It's so dumb. I was Mex Escalante a couple of years ago, but I'm not Jose. No, uh,
2: so that's all I got for that one.
0: What was his name in Rent a Cop? His character's name. Uh, that is a good question. Uh-huh. These are some pretty great names. There's
2: no way to find out either.
1: So <laughs> no, so we
0: can't do anything. His name is,
1: his name is Tony Church. Tony Church. That's, oh, that's right. That's all pretty right good.
0: Joe Paris, Tony Church, uh, Nick, Max Nick Escalante,
1: Escalante. Uh, he Nick does not solid. like to be called churchy. No, don't do that. Don't call him churchy
2: uh, ratings. Uh, I started out as a two. Oh, no, I don't go. have to go. I think I'm gonna have to go one and a half. Judds. Oh, my
0: God.
2: Mm. Uh, just think think talking it over. All the stuff that amused me about it no longer is that much fun. We mm. suck
0: the life out of we it. Sucked what it
2: had. Just, we suck the life out of it. Just like whatever happened to Teresa Russell. We give I'm, it and take it away. I'm tempted to give it an extra half a Judd for her monumentally awful performance. <laughs> it was like, it's something to see.
0: I hope she's resting now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Still recovering.
2: You know, she, we've, you know, we've seen her be great and lots of other stuff. We didn't even mention that she's great in wild things. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, oh, I, mean, like, I forgot about that. Is, that. See, that's you know, quintessential Teresa Russell. I don't want to throw the lady under the bus. She's a very good actress in a lot of good movies, but she fucking sucks in this. It's she like, probably just
0: didn't want to do this. She probably wasn't having a good possible. time. She probably yeah. didn't want to do it. She probably was just getting it over with like we were while we were watching it.
1: One hundred
2: percent.
0: possible. I think it's also that
1: Teresa Russell's a specialist. She's a
0: character actor and yeah. a specialist.
1: She's a surgical cool tool. An, you can't
2: use a hammer. Exactly.
1: Yeah. You got to yeah. use her properly. Yeah. And maybe I, she
2: didn't I, like Bert. I don't know. I'm totally on board with all of that. Uh, but, you know, I just want to say that uh, it's it's this, it is the grandest spectacle of the film. Yeah. You know, it, that's how that's bad true.
0: she
2: is. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to give it, I don't know, like, no Douglas is really. No, this uh, movie
0: was so not horny.
2: Yeah. I mean, I suppose I could give it a half a Douglas for like trying to get me to think that they're going to kiss once, but don't, I don't do, really that. Wanna do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do that. Um, and I'm going to give it one leftover goddamn egg roll. <laughs> yeah she, throws, she does throw an egg roll at him no, no he throws a spare he, rib at no her. he throws
1: an egg roll at her no it's a
2: spare rib he throws a spare rib at her but she takes the egg roll because he's she gets home and is like he's mad and she's like well it looks like you ate all the chinese food anyway yeah. <laughs> and then they fight and she storms back up to the to the bedroom upstairs and she's like thanks for the goddamn egg roll
0: dude imagine him just like pouting waiting for her to come home and eating all of the chinese food <laughs> there's a lot do, there's a do lot you remember the
2: part after she's like uh, she comes back to the house and she's got the file boxes of all the evidence in the case and she's like I'm off the case anyway and she storms out of the house oh, yeah, he keeps and he, throwing like it. angrily keeps like shoving the boxes off the table <laughs> he's a fucking baby throwing <laughs> he's a tantrum such a baby, he's, a, yeah. he's
1: totally a baby
2: uh, yeah so that's where I come out on that one one, one left over goddamn angle
1: <laughs> two just uh, it kept me going enough there's enough stuff in there the opening scene is truly remarkable, but on, honestly, you could stop watching after that. Yeah, uh, but there's like Bruce Reynolds gets gets some classic like one-liners in there. Mm-hmm. It's pretty violent. I gotta give it to. I can't go lower than that. It probably deserves lower than that. Uh, and I don't think I was as bothered by Teresa Russell's performance as you guys were. Although it's certainly not good. Uh, zero Douglas's. Come on. Get get some, yeah. get some get a, Give us a little sauce in this thing, for God's sakes.
2: <laughs> sauce for uh, the goose.
1: Give us a little sauce for the goose. And, uh, oh, my God. What a, what the hell else happens to this movie? Uh, I'm going to give it 10 out of 10. Salesman from Total Recall. <laughs> nice. Right. Now, Doug, you're going to love this.
0: <laughs> um, I'm also going to give it a 2 uh it wasn't good but yeah i don't think i can go lower the intro was rad uh the weird wacky lines that happened throughout it were bizarre uh Teresa russell and her weird yuppie boyfriend the food fight and him being a baby throwing temper tantrums yeah Jud, jud- two judds that works uh zero douglas's this movie is this movie is bone dry <laughs> uh <laughs> what a way to put it and i'm gonna give it which i can't believe neither of you did i'm very delighted i'm gonna give it 10 out of 10 garlic farts oh yeah <laughs>
1: good one uh, I neither see that's why i can't go lower than two the garlic i mean come on Hey, I, I'm sorry. Before we close the book, there's one other part that I thought was really funny. And this is where the Tony Sklar, the guy who uh, who's like a the stoolie, the he's yeah. been killed, but the bad guys don't know that. And so all of a sudden, Burt Reynolds is a fucking technician. Oh, yeah. He's, he's like, like a, remixing the audio tapes. technician. <laughs> he cuts yeah. the tape down. And the, the original tape is like, hey, this is Tony. I wanted to say something, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to get some evidence for you guys, you asshole. He's like, it's, a, it's a whole long thing. Burt Reynolds cuts it down. What He's like working. He's got the tape and the razor blade. And he's fucking li- literally editing physical tape. Evidence. Physical yeah. evidence. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and, and he cuts it into... The guy going, "This is Tony. I'm gonna get you, asshole," and they call up three people and play. <laughs> yeah, this they're, they're just they're
0: just pranking to see like how they would react.
1: <laughs> it's like it's like a it's like a joke, like an as like a because you first hear him play it for for her. This is Tony. I'm gonna get you, asshole. And then they call up a person, this is Tony, I'm gonna get you asshole. Hey, Tony, I don't know what you're talking about. Call up another person, this is Tony. I'm gonna, and I just thought it would have been so funny if the rest of the movie was just him, them calling. <laughs> like, it's like celebrities. Stepping and then on it rakes. Like,
2: it's like the president answers the phone. <laughs> like all this, like they just keep building. I thought that was really funny. I also uh, thought it was funny that I'm supposed to like, the. I supposed to think it's cool that a police officer is, is talented enough to doctor evidence like that. Yeah, like, he's, so, he's, he's does done this
1: it. before. He does it so fast. Yeah. No, we do this all the time. We're, he's a man we're of many tell. talents. And I'm one of the good writing,
0: Groating, editing.
1: <laughs> no, uh, they had. He also edited in the Vietnam War.
2: Uh,
1: <laughs> all right. So we did it. We, we closed did it. The books for now
2: we- on Burt Reynolds. For the Burt Reynolds cage is closed. We'll be back. Oh, yeah, we'll be back for sure. And I and I've I got can't some wait. ideas. I've got some definite ideas. <laughs> um, what are we doing next time, though? Next time we have a trio of more recent work. Uh, we've got "Changing Lanes," "Gone Girl," and uh, the recent Adrian Line spectacle, "Deep Water." Oh, I'm and excited. that's because we're going to be calling this one "Fatal Afflection. I Yay.
0: am stoked on Affle- it. It's going to
2: be a good one. I am yep. sad to have to watch "Deep Water" again so soon. Me too, kind
0: of, I but I like it. I do love Gone Girl with all my heart, so I'm excited for that one. Yeah, I can't wait to be a contrarian on Gone Girl or
1: maybe I'll change my opinion. I don't know.
0: And I have not
1: seen I have not seen Water before. So well, I haven't
0: seen Changing. I win lines. this. Love we'll a little something for everyone next time. Yeah. Finally, uh, I'm doing a Ben Affleck episode.
3: Mm
0: hmm. Mm hmm. have a good time.
1: Uh well thanks everybody for listening uh get, follow us on Patreon. Mm-hmm. People are people are getting on board the Patreon. We're at yeah. 131. There's oh, so nice. much so much good stuff up there. Yeah, and
0: 450 you get all of it. Kevin's there.
1: 80 episodes. You have 80 Patreon episodes? Now? 80 Patreon episodes. wow, like, I did not just, know me, I didn't realize that weeks, months of entertainment, <laughs> I mean, you It's 450 a month. If you were some sort of lunatic, you could just
0: pay the 450. Listen to all that shit. But we think you should stay signed up. Yeah, uh, that would be but, insane. If someone paid 450, listen to 80 episodes in like a month. And then <laughs> canceled I've, their I've, I've done sort of stuff like that before. So I don't
1: blame Whoa. you if you do. It's po- it's, to- it's technically possible. I blame, I blame you guys. You. Yeah, yeah we blame
0: you. you. Don't do that. But
1: don't do it. Uh it, it's great to be up there and that that's how you can support us. Yay. Uh and we love being supported.
0: <laughs> I love your That's support. how we
1: go that's how we go buy Chinese food afterwards.
3: Mhm mhm mhm.
0: <laughs> that's how uh, we make amazing shirts like fuck you it's me Rachel Vice which will shortly be a thing. Oh, I can't wait.
1: Mhm. I I'm, I'm expecting that to to really fully make us rich. I think so. Uh, but you have to
0: wait on that one. Yeah. Follow us on uh, social media on Instagram and Twitter, and tell all your friends and your family tell that your the suspense family. that the suspense is just killing you. You yeah. know,
1: just say yeah. that unprompted. Yeah. At the dinner table,
2: literally wherever. Mm-hmm. All right.
1: We are right. you? Till next
2: time, the suspense is killing us and stuff. Bye. 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 Bye.
3: Hey.